Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a For another week of N4G Radio, and it's very possible this could be the biggest show of the year because Game of the Year is next year, so we'll talk about that later. But anyway, this episode is for December 5th, 2016, and in the house today we got LaDrew. Hello. You, you figure you would have unmuted when, we, when I said, All right, it's time for another week, but no. no. I was no, doing something. This is Drew's first show, so give him give him some slack. <laughs> He's never done a podcast before in his life, so let's, no. let's just give him a bit of a bit of a leeway here, okay? What's podcast? I don't know. Twelve point seven? What's that? Anyway, we also have John. <laughs> okay, hello. Hi. Hi. Then we have Jay. Bonjour now. And we have motherfucking video games. So many. There's, yeah, there's, one of those. There's a, there's a lot to talk Like, I was rolling through my list this week, and I'm like, I got a lot to talk about. And then I thought, damn, everybody else got a lot to talk about, too. So, I'm not going to waste any time. Drew, you want to talk about some video games? Sure. You might as well save the big boy for last, because I think everybody played that. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get into a group discussion about that game. Yeah. Sure. Okay, Um. well, <clears throat> I played uh, Danganronpa 2. Hell yeah. Goodbye, despair. Um, uh, this first chapter, we're going to talk about that on Phoenix Down this week. Um, that game, that series, doesn't care about what you think. <laughs> um, and uh, that's 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 the best thing I can say is that just don't give know, a damn. Yeah, that the because um, the first game really did a good job of establishing characters and stuff like that and then all of a sudden the person you thought was going to survive the entire game is dead <laughs> and then all of a sudden in the second game they do the exact same thing it's like a game of uh, it's like game of thrones isn't it yeah it's, 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 a, it's a lot like that sorry it's, it's a lot like that so uh but yeah i'm enjoying the crap out of that Really, really great um, series, and I'm excited to see how this one plays out. Um, let's see. Played Nitro Blasters Plus. Nitro Plus Blasters Heroin. Nitro Plus Blaster. Okay. Um, Fighting game on of the, PC. the year. Okay. Well, um, not according not according to the Keelys, it's not. I, it wasn't even. It. it I, there's a. That's a funny joke about that because, like, apparently a bunch of people nominated it that were on the panel. But it didn't get enough votes to get on the list, which is hilarious because there's only four games and every other category has five. Yeah, that's that's just daft. I just mean, just no. throw it on there. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, it, it makes no sense. You're going to give it to Gu- the broken piece of garbage anyway, so why not? Didn't, just- didn't Guilty Gear wasn't on the list. Blaze Blue wasn't on the list. Nope. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Those games are so good. They're go. objectively better than Street Fighter the way it launched. King of and, Fighters nope. is better than Street Fighter, and it lost. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, I'm playing that. Here's my thing. You know, it's digital. It's on PC. There is no tutorial whatsoever. No, there's not. That, this that, game. that game is really good, but it's lacking a lot of fundamentals. A lot like Street Fighter. Like, there's not a lot of modes. There's no tutorial. Yeah. the The problem is, is like, there's so many mechanics in this game. Yeah, you know, yeah, like I know how to use I know how to use your super meter basically. You know, there's there's certain attacks that do only you know a bar of your super meter. There's certain attacks that do the entire thing. But then there's a, I hit a button and then the the screen turns to like fire and I guess it's kind of like a power up um, mode that you're in for a few seconds. I don't know what it does, um, and I have no idea even where to begin. I have to look at a fact. Yeah, outside like, of the game. There's like charge specials in that game that I didn't know about, and except for the fact that there's a trophy for doing them on the PS4, yeah. and I'm like, uh-huh, how you do that? And then I looked it up, I'm like, oh, that's a cool mechanic that they didn't tell you about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think, I'm pretty sure there's like a counter, like, blowback move. Yep, there is. Um, but I had no idea how to do it. I initiated it one time. I was like, huh, how do I do that? Uh, I don't know. Yep. Um... But, I mean, other than that, it feels a lot like those – it feels like – those aren't my kind of games that, um, because I'm not good at the ABCD combo and then go into the air and, and do an air combo kind of thing. I'm just never – I've never been good at those games. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a good fighting game. You know, it, it's, it's technically sound. Um, I did jump online. And found zero yeah. people playing this yeah. game. There is yeah. nobody playing this game. There's nobody playing the, on PS4, and it, yeah, it's <laughs> so those, I those those fighting games and PCs really struggled, man. Because you take an already niche genre like a fighting game series, and you put it on an even more niche platform for the genre, and then the player base is just non-existent, and it sucks because those games are still good, and they apparently have pretty good netcode on PC. Yes, is it yes. PC only that game then? No, it's on no. PS4 no, no, no. and actually PS3 too. I think. Yeah, yeah PS3. Yeah. I reviewed the PS3 version. I thought it was pretty okay. good. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it just it's a good game to PC. Yeah, it's a good game. It's just just not a lot to it. Yeah, nobody's nobody's playing it. There's a story mode. There's like a, a score attack kind of thing, and then there's online, which unfortunately nobody's playing. So I will not be able to talk about the online portion because. Nobody, I can't get a game. I, oh, they didn't even send us two codes, so I can't even test it with you. Yeah. You know, I had the same issue when I played, um, was it, what was that game that I played? Uh, shoot, it's like that Monster Hunter kind of game on PC now. Uh, uh God Eater? Yeah, God Eater. Yeah. And, uh, one of the things that I wanted to test, uh, test out the game after launch was obviously the netcode and the multiplayer and see how that worked. So I kept trying. I tried for days. Like, I would leave it on for, 20, 30 minutes at a time, even like 45 minutes at one point, and no one would join my game, and even when they did, we couldn't get a game going, because the thing would just crash or disconnect or something. So on the section where I listed multiplayer, I put online multiplayer, allegedly, because I was never able to test it at all. 
<laughs> I know it exists. I know people are playing it. There's forum posts of people playing online, but I was never able to taste this, so I can't say that it has one. And yeah. that's probably what you're going to have to do with Nitro Plus. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. that you can play online. If you can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can find if the somebody. Stars else. align. Yeah. You find that other guy that bought the game. Like, hey, what's up? Um, so there's uh, another thing I'm doing for review, which is the uh, the Zen Pinball tables. Oh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Oh, yeah, lovely. there are How three. There are three new tables. Um, all Bethesda game themes. So I have Fallout I, Four. I, I only have one question. Uh huh. When you play Doom, does it play the fucking Mick Gordon soundtrack? Dude, it it it, it has everything. Yes. It, it has all the sound effects from the new Doom. It has the 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 all the music. <sighs> Here's the coolest thing about the, these these games right here is that they play like their games. So it's, you're playing pinball, but like there's Fallout Four, there's Skyrim, and there's Doom. Um, so if you're playing Fallout, before you even launch the first ball, you have to do your specials. You choose if you want to do agility or uh, strength or stuff like that. You need to buff up your specials, and then you do missions, and then you can level up and you can increase. Your attack and stuff like that. It's almost like a pinball RPG. Same way with Skyrim, except this one, you actually pause the game to equip different weapons and stuff like that. It's so fucking interesting. And when you play Doom, you can literally pause the game and switch to rocket launcher or switch to shotgun and stuff like that. And depending on what you use, you know, when you fight stuff during your missions, um, you do more damage to them and stuff like that. That's some of the most intricate pinball table stuff I've seen from Zen Pinball. It's nuts. I might, Sounds I might, cool. I might need to get this because I need I need more Mick Gordon in my life. It's really really good. Like I I think as far as the tables themselves go and the layout, I prefer Fallout over any of them. Skyrim is it, it feels a little cramped at times. Doom's pretty good. Um. I think Fallout would probably be my favorite just because it, it feels like a fun pinball table. Uh, how, do, how many tables are in there? Just three. three. Oh, okay. It's yeah. always it's almost always three. Yeah. So um, I, I have one last question. Sure. Are there glitches in the Skyrim and Fallout tables? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no glitches. Okay, it's not realistic. I'll <laughs> drop the ball. Not indicative. Yeah, but um, it's it's very interesting. These are some of the more ambitious t- tables that I've played with Zen Pinball. Um, just just the fact that they have all those like you know you're going through your inventory and you're you know you're leveling up and and increasing your stats and Fallout. It's it's really cool. Is there um, is there a Pit Boy on the Fallout table? I'm sure there is somewhere. Um. But it's yeah, th- those are actually really interesting tables. It's hard to always talk about pinball tables, but I mean, I think with this one, it actually has a little bit more substance to it. So uh, I'll, I'll actually be able to write a review, a full <laughs> review of them. It's it's so ridiculous that I'm writing reviews of pinball tables. <laughs> You've done like forty, Drew. You know that, I know. Right? I'm the only person that does them. You got a sweet collection of Zim pinball tables. That's now. true. You got oh, you basically own all of them. I have I almost rumble. all of them. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I have almost all of them. I have like at least 30 pinball tables. That's crazy. Like a couple of hundred dollars worth of pinball tables you have there. Yeah. That's pretty, it's, uh, pretty cool. And here's the thing is that aside from like one or two, 
all of them are really good. Like if you like pinball or even moderately enjoy it, those are some great tables. And I mean, like if you sit down and like really dig deep into it, I mean, you can have a lot of fun in a long amount of time just with like, you know, 20 pinball tables. And that, 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 uh, that shell is really neat too, because it's like, there's a lot of cumulative stats and stuff. Yeah, they keep stats of like your overall score of all the pinball tables that you've ever done. And they constantly update you on like your friends list. So I have like three or four people that play a lot of Zen pinball. And like while I'm playing a table, they'll say, you only got 5,000 more points till you beat extreme gamer score, you know, kind of thing. And, and yeah. it, it's constantly reminding you of keep going, keep going. You're going to do good, you know, kind of thing. That is cool that it does that. Yeah, it's, it's really like it, that. They like the the entire hub and everything is just really really well done. Like Zen Pinball, if you're into pinball, Zen Pinball is fucking the master at it. Yeah, they've been doing it for a while, and they're also making a mini golf game. It's an early mm. access on the PC. Interesting. I played a little bit of it. It's not bad. Okay. Um, let's see here. I think. I haven't had much time to play a lot. I played some Danganronpa just to get ready for Phoenix Down and did those two review games I got like two days ago. The rest of it's all been that fucking traitor that is Final Fantasy. <laughs> that fucking Final traitor? Final Fantasy. Well, I'm the only one playing I'm... it on the, the, the Benedict Arnold system, so. Yeah, that's true. Benedict Arnold. <laughs> traitor? You didn't get the joke? No. Oh, wait, you're British. <laughs> of course I'm British. The miserable Brit. Oh. It, it just dawned on us that you're a Brit. Yeah. yeah. The Benedict Arnold joke doesn't work on you. so. No. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, there's the... Can you believe it? Final Fantasy 15 is out. It is. No, I don't believe it. It's, it's not real. It's, I've been dreaming. It's real. I got like eight hours in it. It's real. Uh, it's also very bloody good. Yeah, it's very good. Very good game. I'll say this, because I, I, I want to talk about it a little bit. That camera, it sucks. The what? Yeah. The camera ha- is fucking yeah. bad in that game. Oh, you're talking about during mm. combat? Yeah. 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 It's you, horrible. Did you know you could hard lock onto an enemy? I really wish somebody would tell me how to do that. So you tap the right bumper, well, you know, the R1. And then uh-huh. once you're locked onto them, you click in the right stick, and that will hard lock onto whatever enemy. Okay. Wow. Does it automatically change enemies, or do you have to hard lock on afterwards? I think you have to re-hard lock. So, like, when you switch to another mm. enemy, you click in the stick again, and it'll re-hard lock. Mm. There's a lot and of things right that stick. game doesn't tell you that it should probably mm. tell you. Yeah, like like how the story goes, and well, that, I'm talking about mechanically, but you know. yeah, yeah. That, 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 I have issues with the game. Well, the story, I have issues. Yeah, the story in the game is the one part of that game where you can tell that oh, I don't know, it's been rebooted about 300 times in the past decade. Mm. And if you yeah. didn't, if it's even worse if you didn't watch Kingsglaive, because there's a lot of references to things. That they don't explain early on. Like, they just mention the crystal early on in that game. And you don't know what they're talking about. I mean, it's Final Fantasy, so it's a crystal. I mean, come on. Of course it is. Of course. But th- th- that crystal is very much explained in Kingsglaive. 
So I need to watch Kingsglaive. I, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen Kingsglaive. But here's what I gather about the crystal: is that it's some kind of special power that it chooses its bearer, which nope. is usually the king. No, nope. no, nope. nope. that's, that's not that's, what the crystal that, is. That's the ring. That's what it, that's, that's what ring. it says in the the loading screen thing. It's the ring. It's the ring of Lucia. Is the yeah. is what chooses the bearer. Okay. The crystal. So the crystal is what um, was in Insomnia that that put the shield up. Uh huh. Yeah. That kept the city from being invaded by the Niflheim. So when Niflheim came so, in, they took the crystal. Well. <laughs> So, Are we really going to discuss this on there? Well, it's in the movie. I mean, the movie's the movie, and if you didn't see it, like, that's the thing, is that, like, if you're just playing the game and you didn't watch the movie, like, it doesn't make any sense, but, yeah, the Niflheim made a peace treaty with Insomnia, and that's one of the reasons why you are Noctis and on a journey to go marry Luna Freya. That's... But it was all a trick. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, I gathered that, yeah, but that's kind of. I'm they, gonna watch. I'm gonna watch King's Glaive. I've got it on my server, so I need to watch that because, uh, from what I can gather, not just from what you're saying, a lot of people said there are holes in that game where if you haven't seen King's Glaive, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense, or at least it doesn't. Um, it, you know, it covers some subjects that only brush upon in the game. Uh, apparently, also Brotherhood's meant got stuff in it as well, but not yeah. as not as kind of important uh, or as. Brotherhood introduces characters that you'll meet in the game. Otherwise, you would have no idea who they are. It's like, oh, we're going to go meet this person. And you're like, who the fuck is she? But she was introduced in Brotherhood before as like a younger version of herself. So it's like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. So the game requires you to have seen Kingsglaive and Brotherhood to get the full context. And even then, there are gaping holes within that storyline. And I... I have I have very severe concerns that it's gonna be all DLC. You know, the season pass it's gonna be have like a like a Gladius episode and uh, yeah, Ignis episode. Yep. Like if if those episodes cover the holes within the game and they specifically took out these parts of the game to put as DLC season pass, I'm gonna be fucking livid. I don't think I, you'll I, be I the only one. I don't I don't even know the words like. Oh man, I want to just tell you the things that they do in this game that infuriates me so bad, but I don't want to spoil what happens, so I won't. But you'll get there and you'll see it and you'll feel the way that I do now. And it's going to piss you off something fierce. <laughs> God damn. But can we can we at least let's let's give the game some credit cuz they get yeah, yeah, yeah. good and yeah. Uh, there are some sm- I mean I've only played maybe 4 5 hours of it. I'm um, I, I want to take my time with it. I know that you can kind of rush through it and get the story arc done in about 30 hours. And I know there's lots more to do afterwards. You can still, you know, go around the world once the credits roll. Um, but the dynamic of the four, the, the conversations are really good. Yeah. Um, I know it's a Japanese game, but some of the stuff in Prompto is, is amazing. The, the whole... Um, I want to ride my chocobo all day to the theme of ch- the chocobo theme. It's just brilliant. Um, along with when he, you sometimes win a battle, he does the da 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 da, and that's and it's just those little touches. And they see the characters seem kind of real, more real than any other you know Final Fantasy character, like with real emotions. And they they genuinely come across as having a love for one another. These four 
boys that have grown up together. Um, and all, all of them, even though it's not just it's the main character, they, this trip is about them, all of them. And it really comes across. I still, I still think it's funny, the one-offs, like when you're, you're running through a field and, and Gladio will be like, knocked above. Like, cause the, the Niflheim soldiers are coming and knocked is just such, it's like a nonchalant dick. He's like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Well, see, that was, that was my impression whenever I first saw the trailers and stuff. I was like, oh, Noctis is going to be this annoying fucking, like, combination of lightning and cloud who just hates everything and just a bunch of, like, emo bullshit. But I actually like Noctis a lot. He's, yeah. He yeah. comes. He he's a little sarcastic, but he also he feels. I mean, he he comes across as as someone who's had everything handed to him on his plate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the plate, but there is someone deeper underneath. And I think, as I'm hoping, as the game progresses, that the, that personality comes through when he you know he's he's put to the limit and he has to prove his worth. And uh, when I mean, obviously, one of the first things you have to do is get one of the swords of the four for others and even that moment when he's kind of given that realization that shit is bad and he is he's gonna have to step up to the plate um he grows a little just in that scene it's awesome i think um i just like like the the combination of everybody so yeah. like you know yeah. the the noctis is kind of like the the main catalyst for everybody else prompto is kind of like the a slightly immature bumbling idiot at times <laughs> um you know ignis is fantastic he's he's kind of like the father figure he <laughs> drives hey, you hey, around and cooks you food man I <laughs> what do you want i I, I, I love it so fucking much whenever <laughs> you, you're at a camp and you have to choose what you're making you see him in the background like really thinking hard about this and then whenever you choose something he snaps his fingers and then automatically <laughs> start it's just so there's some some kind of style about that. I fucking love it. It's so fucking good. There's and a Gladio lot of... is, is fantastic too. I mean, he's he's like the bodyguard, so he's but he 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 acts like a big brother to Noctis. Yes, he, he is basically a big brother. But what's the, what's, what's the brotherhood thing? It really kind of nails down the the beginning of their friendships. Who's the who's the oldest of these? Uh, Gladius, I believe. Is he so? See, because they like they, he looks at Gladius like a, a big brother, while he looks at Ignis kind of like a father. Uh, well, it's just kind of the mentality. Ignis is the tactician, you know. He's the one that kind of leads everyone around, talking about statistics and uh, all these values and morals and stuff. So that's why he's kind of like the moral compass of everyone. While Gladius is like, "Fuck it, let's just get it done," kind of guy, you know. He's, also, he's yeah. very hot headed. Also, Ignis has the best limit breaks. Yeah, he's got good techniques. Yeah, I, his like I just upgraded to the regroup, and the regroup is badass. I like the mark because the, the mark, mark is, is just fucking fantastic. The mark is great, <laughs> but where do you get where do you get uh, regroup? Regroup is bad. I've got regroup. I just haven't equipped it. Oh, you should use uh, it. Another good one is things like gravisphere that Prompto gets. What it does is shoots like a black hole in the middle of the enemies. They all get sucked in and they start taking damage over time. So you can use that and throw like a magic cast right in the middle of them for devastating damage. And uh, Ignis also gets something called Overwhelm, which makes everyone in your party just go fucking bonkers in one enemy. And just goes like a chain attack for like 10 seconds. And it's just like a massacre. It's great. Yeah, we should yeah. we should talk about the combat in that game because I like it a lot. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's much better than uh, what we've been getting with the 13 series. Yeah. It's different. And oh, it, it's it does most feel, certainly different, yeah. It does feel... Uh, like, I mean, 13 just felt like a, uh, a simplified version of the active time, you know, the, the, the old style, the turn-based, yeah. but it was more... They tried to do, like, sport uh, more uh, dynamic, but it still felt the same. This feels... I mean, yes, it, it, I like holding the button down. I don't like to mash it. I think uh, the, the, the moving of the left stick produces some really good results and very different depending on which weapon you're using. Um, but it, I thought it would be a bit boring, but it, it's not because it isn't just about, uh, you know, that the style that you're using, but the enemies that you're using them on and mixing them up and f- switching your weapons on the fly which is done really easily it generates all of these kind of combos that are so cool and uh, never as yet to get boring and uh also that's something that the game also doesn't tell you again is that there's a thing called the finishing touch where you know you just kind of hold down the circle button to just kind of keep attacking over and over again and that's mm. what most people do but if you actually time your presses at the right time and you press it at the right time right after the last hit goes you'll do an- another attack that's the most powerful of the bunch. So there's like another element to it. If you want to get really, really good, you can do that. And also based on the ascension bar that you have, if you unlock things like uh, like the air dash thing and like infinite infinite air moves that you can do, so you can basically stay in the air, never touch the ground while killing things, worth striking from one enemy to the next. It can get really flashy uh, once you start un- unlocking those upgrades. So the combat engine, I think definitely, uh, along with uh, the combination of the characters and how they kind of interact with each other, is the best part, you know, you know, not not counting the visuals, obviously, because that's that's a given. It's a spectacular looking game that everyone can agree on, right? Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love the little, I love the little animation touches, like when the characters are in battle and they they happen to be together and they'll do the. Um, Oh, what are they called? The blind side. And they do the mm-hmm. combination blind side. And just like, you, you might not see it because you're focused on, you know, what you're doing, but the little animations that they do together are really impressive. Yeah, yeah. that's that's one of the things that, like, the combat just makes you feel like a badass. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like when you do those blind side combos, like, like when Noctis and Gladius do it together and they do like a fist bump at the end of it. It's just like, that's just, <laughs> it's so awesome. It's yeah. just like, you know, I just wish like there's there's a few issues I have here and there. Like the the camera's a little fucked up at times. Yeah. The map, I can't read that map half the time. Really? What's wrong? Really? Yeah, I don't map. have an issue with that. I, I didn't have much I, issue with it. Oh, I, I'll I'll put it, I'll put it this way. I'm about six seven hours in, and I just took on the hunt that everybody knows about. The one where you take on the behemoth. The oh yeah. So for the life of me, I have no fucking idea how to get to that arena. Huh. The map does not tell me where the entrance is. I found the exit. It's blocked off, but there's no. I have. I have ran around that area at least an hour, and I still can't find it. If it's really dead. If that you look really close at the map, like the the, it's actually got to, uh, topography, and you can see the road that leads into the area. Did you did you zoom in all the way so they yeah. can see the map really close up? Yeah. Hmm. No, because you, like you have that. to That's go. What... You have to go back in there for for some side quests after you kill him yeah. to take a picture of like some wild chocobos and stuff. So, so I'm um, but yeah, I'm used. I'm I'm enjoying the living crap out of this game, yeah, and I think um, 
I don't know. It, it, it's almost surreal playing it. Yeah, no, because no. at the same time, I don't. It doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, H- hashtag not my Final Fantasy. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think. I think it. Um, I think it feels like a great RPG, but it, it really doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy game to me. Which I mean, that, I'm fine with that. You know. It's a very uh, interesting thing, especially like the whole banking XP, um, and and spells are created instead of. Like, yeah, that that's a weird thing for me. The, that, the spells are items now, as opposed to spells. But mm-hmm. the um that that's one of the bigger things that I I can't wrap my head around is like why the fuck would I ever use a spell? Because every time I do it, it, seems like I kill all my teammates. No, spells are super powerful. They can kill like bosses in one or two hits. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, but, but at the same time, I mean, I'm burning the my teammates alive. Yeah, but it's so it's like visually, they're like the blizzard is my favorite so far. Like that's mm. really cool looking, and I love how like when it's over, like Noctis like puts his arms on his on his shoulders, and he's like cold. Yeah, like, that's just that's just cool, man. <laughs> and uh, another thing that the game doesn't tell you right off the bat is that you can actually not only use the three elements to make spells, you can also use items, including potions, treasures, and stuff like that. And one of the ways you end up leveling up really quickly is by using this thing called experience cast. Where you use like coins and stuff like that you find off the ground, and you combine them with a spell, and you can level up the experience that you get. So you can keep adding coins into the mixture, and it'll get like experience cast level ninety nine. When you cast that once, it'll give you something like sixteen to seventeen to twenty thousand experience. Holy wow! Well, just for a normal spell. Just for any spell, it doesn't matter the potency. As long as you wow. have the coins and you throw it into the spell, you can get you can get like triple cast, six times the cash. You can get quadro cast and all these. You can also add like a healing modifier and all these really neat things that you can do with the spells that you wouldn't know normally until you really delve into it. And it's okay. pretty neat. What, what you said that this is something the game doesn't tell you. Why the fuck doesn't the game tell you this? I don't know. Well, I didn't. I personally didn't go through the tutorial because I played as episode. It's not in the tutorial. It's not in the tutorial. The tutorial is good for teaching you a lot of things the game doesn't, but that's not one of them. Well, (laughs) I'm I'm telling you now. You should take advantage of it. Like that's one of the I posted last night about the amount of experience that I got. I got like what four hundred thousand experience in like thirty minutes. Doing that, doing that experience casting, cashing in my coins, and I used the triple X. Uh, experience bonus at the the motel place and got like thirty levels. So I'm like level eighty now from level fifty. It's great. I'll do Fuck that one more time. <laughs> yeah, but that'll like break your game. I'm doing this post game. I beat the game already. I'm just going to the post, uh, you know, end end game stuff. So don't do that until you you know get that point. I so guess. So I have to ask, would you name your what you name your Chocobo? I didn't name my Chocobo, but I did color it. I, I mine's red and its name is Flockyu. Flock. <laughs> of course it is. Well I changed done, everybody's colors. And and like when you're yeah. running down, when they're all running, it looks like a rainbow. It's kind of fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty, I, um, it's pretty colorful. I haven't got mine yet because i got to kill the behemoth. Oh, yeah. And chocobos yeah, in this game are really useful, man. you yes, got to get that are. as soon they, as possible. And they level so up good. and you can feed them. And it's it's pretty fucking cool. They also help you in battle. Yep. After you level them up. Once once you level them up, they start helping you in battle, and it's pretty fantastic. How do you level them up? You just use them. Just they'll ride them. them. Yeah. All those scrolls are shit out of that thing. Yeah, that's that, that's kind of like how with uh, Gladius's um, survival skill. The more you just walk around, 
the the more it goes up. Yeah, the only skill I'm not leveling up is fishing because I haven't done a lot of it. So I've done it once. Yeah, I did it once for the the quest for the cat, and I never <laughs> caught the fish, so I just bought the fish. Aww. I kept catching other fish instead of the one that I needed to catch. So eventually I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm just gonna go buy the fish. <laughs> and that cat's a picky son of a bitch. I had to do three other quests before he'd eat the damn thing. <laughs> that game's awesome. I like that game a lot. <laughs> I, I I like it, but uh, you know, it still has a lot of things that I think could have been. I don't I don't know who does the script writing and the plot. And uh, the stuff they do with the storyline is just so. It's, I feel I, I feel it's it's a combination of that and the fact that my God that game's been retooled like sixteen yeah, yeah. times at this point. Uh, going back to what you were saying, Ken, about uh, how it's been rebooted and so many new people are coming in and out of the project, it feels like they had a story, right? It feels like a paragraph that you wrote. And you start changing things around. But you forget that you changed things around in the early times or like the backside of the paragraph. And you don't change something in between. And that shit makes no sense or it doesn't exist the way you think it does inside the context of that paragraph. Yeah. And it just feels missing. And that's how the, the story feels like to me so far. Yeah, and it, it feels that way even early on. Like there's, a, yeah. there's just like a big gap. Not to mention the, the, the obvious dissonance that those games always have. Like, oh, you need to get here. Well, fuck it, I'm going to go do 37 quests in between because I'm in no rush. <laughs> yeah. Even say, though... say, say what you will about games like, you know, the early Final Fantasy games, like, let's say, 7, 8, 9, 10 kind of games. Like, yeah, some of the story beats and stuff like that are kind of cliche and stupid. But they made sense. You you beat Final Fantasy seven. You you beat Final Fantasy eight, nine, ten. You know what happened in that game. You know why things happened that way. Everything makes sense. But it, it's not that way anymore. After ever since Final Fantasy thirteen, they started going down this downwards spiral of shit. Don't make sense. And it hasn't it hasn't recovered. It hasn't <laughs> shit recovered. Don't make that. Sense. Shit yeah. don't make sense. Shit don't make sense. That's a that's a new genre. Final Fantasy RPG shit don't make sense. Yeah, that's that's, that's a story type archetype. Sure. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. It could have been such a perfect game, man, if they had like a proper story and everything. But mm. I still, I still think this game is going to hop onto my top ten for the year, just because I'm enjoying the hell out of it, and I, I am enjoying taking my time. Like I said, I'm like eight hours in, and I just, I love hopping in and just playing, and not, I'm not forcing myself to move on to the next thing. Yeah, I'm just questing. Yeah, I'm still on. I think I'm on chapter three, and I'm like eight hours in. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people seem to do that. And you know what? That's perfectly a good way to play the game. Uh, there's no, there's no, there's no rush for you to go through the story. Because if you did only the story mission from front to back, you could beat that game in like 13 hours, easy. It's not even, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Side quests are like 90 percent of that game. So, yeah, yeah. Take your time. There's fun. a lot of like I've already gotten the achievement for what is it? 30 side quests. Yeah, I just got that one too. <laughs> and I'm just now in chapter three. That, although Gladios is really wanting me to go, because yeah. we're we're kind of at a story beat for him, and he he'll like we'll be walking around. And he's like, we should really get there. I'm like, no, I'm saving a choke about. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, me and you, I think, are in the exact same spot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I just I just finished the whole quest line for the for the Chocobo. So, and there's like four or five that you do for that guy after mm-hmm. you take out Deadeye. So like, there's there's quite a bit to that. He gives you some rare stuff for your for your bird. 
cool. also after you do the chocobo quest, he gives you access to this food that allows you to get fifty percent more experience every time you kill something or get then like quest experience. So eat that. That's help. That's helpful. Dude, how do you feed the the the, 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 the chocobo? How do you feed? Uh, when you're when you're camping. You have the option to feed them. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I very rarely camp. camp. I always stop at like a trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, camping's pretty good because you want to level up Ignis's uh, cooking anyway, and that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I just need to find the the campsites because whenever I stop and they're you know Ignis is like we should get off the road. It's dark. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well then take me to a take me to the the trailer. Holy shit. I had a fucking Dragon's Dogma moment <laughs> the other day right. where, you know, Ignis is like, hey, it's perilous at night. We may not want to go out. And I went out anyway. And I was like level six. And yeah. I ran into like level 20 fucking firebomb guys. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You should just <laughs> run away from those because those – I tried to fight them. And it's it's like hitting your head against a brick wall when you're low level. I have an issue with this. I understand it's probably like random encounter. This is how they handle random encounters. But when you got the fucking Niflheim guys mm-hmm. just just showing up out of fucking nowhere. When you're already fighting a group of monsters. When I'm already fighting part. a group of guys. And I'm like, really? Come the fuck on. And I mean, these guys are assholes because they use guns. And I like I had to get close to them and shit. And I was like, this, they're just more annoying than anything. Yeah. Use that like, warp strike, baby. I do, but I mean the the issue is is like they'll send like twenty guys after you. Yeah, there's like that many soldiers running around. I gotta kill them all. That's that's one cast of magic, and they all die, Drew. I mean, I one do cast that. Of magic. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Yeah, there you go. Just magic is useful. Use it. And then Prompto dies because I shocked him to death. Because well, Prompto has like twenty hit points. Yeah, Prompto <laughs> dies. Prompto <laughs> dies a lot. So you yeah. use that. God damn so. it. But like everybody else in my party's got like thousands and he's got like 300. I'm like, come well, on, he's, man. He's, he's, he's the quote unquote assassin class. I'm aware, but still, didn't get your fucking ass out from underneath the giant mech. Yeah. <laughs> That's the issue is everybody's like all up in people's faces. And I'm like, well, I can't cast without burning you guys alive. So, all right, enjoy. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to light you on fire, whatever. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get over it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, the techniques allow your guys to stay invincible for a time while they do the attack. So that's a good timing for you to get stuff done while you try to cast some magic as well. So advanced techniques. Magic so far. Yep. Good game. Yeah, yeah, that's probably going to be in my top ten. Yeah. All right, so is that it for you? That's it for me. All right. Hey, John, you want to talk about some video games? Yeah, just did. That's it for me. That's all. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't, I don't, I God, I don't think I played anything else. Okay. Um. Oh, I did play a little bit of Titanfall, uh, single oh. player and multiplayer, and uh, the single player is awesome. Um, very different to what you'd expect a, a first person shooter to be, uh, and I'm enjoying the few games of multiplayer I played. So that's looking good. It's a, it's a good multiplayer game. They just put out Angel City. Cool. And, I like that, man. And Vince Sampella is begging you to buy his game. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it a free, nice. isn't a free weekend this weekend? Multiplayer think, only. It? Yes, yes, yeah. So by yeah, the time you're been... listening to this, it's over. So sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing about Titanfall is like, it's the only shooter this season, well, well the only AAA shooter that we know of this season. That doesn't have like a dumb, stupid season pass. 
shit's gonna come at you. They're gonna give it to you for free. You're gonna mm. love the game. It's a it's a terrific game, and it's the one that's gonna sell the least of all of them. Well, that makes me sad, man. That'll that teach them to release in between the sandwich of uh, Battlefield Call of Duty. I blame EA for this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, all right. Well, Jay, I know you've got a game that you can you can talk about, right? I I can't talk about till uh, till Monday, so I can't talk. But about I thought it. it was Monday morning. Hmm, actually, that's that's a good question. Let me check the embargo. Yeah, check that Bup-tub. time because I can talk about the game that I'm playing that's embargoed for tomorrow morning. Yes, that's a good call. Let me check here. Oh, uh, before as as uh, as I'm checking that, I'll also talk about some stuff that I downloaded yesterday because of you know the big show. They did a bunch of shadow drops and stuff, right? Yeah, I I downloaded a few of these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, stuff actually came out. See, I didn't watch any of this, so this is all going to be news to me. All right. Well, yeah, well I'm assuming we're going to talk about uh, Suda, Suda's new joint. Ooh, Suda got it. We a are. New... And it's Shadow free. Drop, baby. It's free. What? It's... Is that that Let It Die thing? Let It Die is out. It's on the PlayStation 4. It's free. Um, yeah, free is in free to start. No, it's free to play. There's a. Uh, the... Microtransactions is heavy, though, isn't it? Well, let me tell you what the microtransactions are for. So, guess what kind of game this is? Uh, a brawler. Roguelike. Oh, it's King's favorite! Hey, and guess what the microtransactions are? Your lives. Yup. If you die, you can pay to resurrect. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, so, that's... if you die once and don't pay anything, game you're just over. Dump the game? Character's gone. Really? Is that how that works? I thought it was yep. just currency to buy more stuff. Nope. Character's gone. I, I only died the one time. So, you know how at the beginning of the game, you start and you're on the subway, and uh-huh. you've got all the bodies? The, yeah. Once that character's dead, it's dead. Um, what happens when you die is you can fight. You can actually go back and fight that character with your new character, and I think if you kill them, you get your stuff back. Okay. But that character's going to be leveled up as much as you leveled them. Mm-hmm. Oh god! So, and it's it's it sucks because that game is so freaking interesting visually and mechanically. It is pseudo clunky, <laughs> which is the best way for pseudo to make games. Yeah, yeah, it's it doesn't play great, but it's fine. Like combat's fine. Your stamina meter is literally your heart. So you can see it speed up as you attack, and if you don't, if you don't stop and and you know regain your stamina, like your heart will like explode. It's a yeah. weird, it's a weird game. Yeah, mm. like we when we say weird, it doesn't do Suda Fifty One shit justice because we played games like Killer Seven and No More yeah. Hero and all those stuff like was it uh, Shadows of the Dam, Lollipop Chainsaw. You know the brand of weird that Suda51 has. It's exclusively his. Yeah. You play yeah. a game that's made by Suda51, and someone doesn't tell you that it's made by Suda51, and you play it, and you're like, yeah, this is probably made by Suda51. You get huh. it. It's, it's there. And that style is definitely in this game, but I am also bummed that this is a free-to-play game. Yeah. I think this game has a lot of potential. If this game came out as like a full-price game you know, with, with like normal-ass progression and not this microtransactions nonsense, then I would have been much more excited for it. Because it got some cool concepts. But um, as it is now, I probably won't play it too much. Maybe no. I'll log in to get the, the login bonus every day or something like that. They give you like the currency that you need. Uh, that you would normally have to buy, so it's not too bad. But at the same time, it's 
it's just a shame, man. Like, I get it. You know, microtransactions and mobile games of those types making a shitload of money. And they want to get on that bandwagon, but... No. For this kind of game, no, not really. I just wish it would have been a $20 action game. Yeah. Didn't didn't Suda's company, Grasshopper, didn't they buy Gung Ho Entertainment? Or did Gung Ho Entertainment buy them? I don't know. This is a Gung Ho joint. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gung Ho has made games like Ragnarok and Ragnarok Online Odyssey and stuff like that. They also made a little game called Puzzle and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Then you figure that uh, Grasshopper wouldn't have bought them. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that, that, That game makes money, right? Yeah, it makes a lot of money. So maybe this is maybe this is Gung Ho's way of saying, "Well, we can get to the console market this way." Yeah, not like this because Suda's a niche thing, and he should only be a niche thing, and and yeah. you should just be able to just buy his weirdness. Which you know what they should do is make another Shadows of the Fucking Damned. They should, they should, because that was such a fantastic game. I got I got a lot of Shadows vibes from the art style in this game. Like yeah. it, it, it kind of has that a little bit, and it's definitely over the top gory. Like when you kill a dude, he explodes into blood and shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's got, and, and I mean, come on, the guy teaching you how to play the game is this crazy Grim Reaper on a skateboard whose scythe turns into a golf putter, and he's wearing X-ray specs. And his name is, oh, what is his name? Uncle Death. Uncle Death. That's right. Uncle Death. Uncle Death. Wow, this, yeah. Uncle Death. Yeah, I gotta play. I gotta. I gotta play. And it's this free. Game. Just play it. Just play it. It's free. Yeah, yeah, it's free. Go yeah. download it. Play it. But that first time you die, and it it sucks. I haven't died outside of the mandatory death yet, so I don't know what you're talking about. But I'll get there, I guess. Yeah, when you die, you literally can go back to the subway and pick a new body. Like, don't ever get attached to your character unless you're gonna pay money, and it kind of sucks. Well, that's kind of like um, in the same sense of uh, State of the K. You know, when your character dies, you have to start over as another character, or you take over as another character. Yeah, but the world's yeah. still there. Like, this yeah. starts you all the way back at the beginning of the game, level one, do the same shit again. Mm. And all well, of they have, like, elevators and stuff like that uh, that you can use as checkpoints, I think. Yeah, if you get far enough into it, I think it's got that spelunky thing where you can skip ahead. They, uh, they're talking about an express pass or something like that that's active for like 30 days that gives you bonuses and stuff like that to help you through with the progression of the game. I don't know how much that is, like price-wise, but if that's like the cost of like the game itself, maybe like $20 or something like that, I wouldn't mind picking it up just to play through the whole game with that. Why, why can't we just have a naturally. fucking video game where when you die you don't lose it? Like, goddamn, that's annoying. Roguelike, baby. It's not Love. fun. That's not fun. Okay, it, we we had it. It happened. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah, the next Mortal Kombat game, Roguelike. Yep, that's so happening. I won't play it. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I won't play it. <laughs> and you know, you, you know, you're gonna say. On the other hand, maybe Roguelikes aren't that bad. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You, you, you brought you brought up something that I wanted to mention while we're talking about Final Fantasy, real quick. Um, Mortal Kombat. The amount of detail in Mortal Kombat, the, the, like the recent ones, you know, like when you when you stab a guy, the knife stays in him and kind of thing like that throughout the match. Yeah. Final Fantasy has that, like where you know, like you were talking about how you know you use Blizzard and yeah. you, you had you stay frosty for like a few seconds after the battle's over, kind of thing. Small stuff like that is what really makes that game special. Yeah. 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 Stay frosty. Ten years, ten years of work, baby. <laughs> <laughs> About time. Only took ten years. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going past this says the embargo seven a.m. Pacific time. 
So it's I'm 10 a.m. So if I hold the podcast till 10 a.m., you can talk about it. You want to do that? Yeah, we might as well because people are going to want to hear about this game. Okay, uh, The Last Guardian. Okay. okay. This is, Ooh. I, let me tell you something, you guys. Um, I beat Final Fantasy XV and The Last Guardian the same day. How wow. fucking crazy is that? Well, you also had Final dream. Fantasy a, a lot longer. No. I, I did. I did. What I mean is that I beat two games that I waited 10 years to get my hands on <laughs> the same exact day. <laughs> that is bonkers. These games did not exist in my mind like two, three years ago. I had them, I played them to completion, and I beat them on the same day. It was a good day, okay? <laughs> uh, and uh, going, going to what The Last Guardian is, I think the thing that really they needed to nail completely is Trico, the monster, right? This mm. larger-than-life beast, kind of like a kinda like combination of like this cat-bird kind of thing. Cat-bird dog! Man-bear-pig! Yeah. <laughs> and um, they did it, man. Like, I've never seen a creature more lifelike and more feel more alive than I have Trico. And it's, wow. it's, it's incredible. Because, you know, when you're playing games like Shadow of the Colossus, and you're kind of circling around the Colossus, kind of in awe of the things that it can do, the way it moves, the, the, the hulking presence of it all... Uh, Trico has that in like spades. The way that it moves around, the way that it like curiously looks around at things, the way it after you getting some kind of a like a bond with it, it show, starts showing concern about your well well being. When you're doing like platforming, he kind of looks at you like whimpering, making sure you're safe and stuff like that. Like little touches, like hundreds, thousands of little touches make that creature into something fucking feel alive. And I love that. That's like the best part of this game. This creature is amazing. And that's a good thing because this is the creature that's going to be with you for the whole entire game. And the way they handle puzzle is that because you're with this living creature, you don't know what it's really capable of doing. You know, like you can kind of guess and what it can do and stuff like that. And as you continue through the game, you start uh, like uh, creating a bond with this creature. It starts listening to you more. But the thing is, the brilliance of it is that they tell you the things that you can do. You can hold down R1, which is kind of, say, like your trigger button, right? You call it, and then it kind of looks towards you, and then maybe it'll come to you. Maybe it doesn't, depending on what it feels like doing. And uh, you can hold the R1 button, and you can press square, triangle, circle, or X. And that makes the child do different uh, kind of like a, like a gesture, telling the trigger to do something. But the, the game doesn't tell you. It leaves it up to your interpretation of what that means and what that means to the creature itself. So you have to kind of understand what the creature wants to do and kind of give him the right commands. And even though that might sound complex, the way the game is layered out from the, the things that the game teaches you from kind of like one simple thing to the next, to the next, to the next. By the end of the game, like you'll be pointing like a shield that's of something and he'll shoot lasers out of his tail and blow shit up. And he'll like jump on command and do all sorts of other stuff like attack and all this crazy stuff. Uh, but this is all built from the very beginning when he doesn't even know you, he doesn't even like you, he's afraid of you. And uh, you have to kind of build that relationship uh, throughout the course of the game and the uh, that in itself is is really well done. The, the level designs, like um, I think, really break or make the game for a puzzle platformer like this. Because if you get stuck in a place for too long, or if the puzzles are puzzle solutions are really obtuse, 
then uh, you get really frustrated. And those kind of games uh, really tend to fail because people get frustrated, they stop playing the game. But in this game, I never got stuck in a puzzle for more than, let's say, like 15, 20 minutes, which I think is a sweet spot because that's about the time it takes me to have like a eureka moment on where I need, what I need to do and what, what needs to be, uh, you know, what, what things I need to change about the situation that, uh, that I'm currently in. So that's, that's all good. And, uh, man, like, I don't, I, I'm not gonna obviously spoil, like, the ending and stuff like that, but it's, it's like a spectacle. Uh, the, the way they handle the, the characters, the, the way they handle the, the world that you're in, the tower and the things that you're climbing over. Um, this is one thing to the next. It's just big surprise after big surprise. And the, it's just really paced well in that regard because the game kind of teases you. Like, let's say it makes you do something the same way two, three times, right? And then up above, you look at the same thing and you're like, oh, I got to do it like two, three more times. And you're like, ah, oh, that, that kind of sucks. But something happens. Now your whole situation changes. All of that above, like the teasing and the things that you do, uh, just changes entirely. And you don't have to do that. You have to do something completely different. And they throw you in these moments constantly, kind of keep you on your toes. And uh, it's, a really, it's really just, just masterfully crafted uh, in that way. But as far as the negative sound of, uh, side of it is that the contact-sensitive buttons that you have to press uh, can be really finicky, like especially to pick up an object or throw. And if there's like multiple objects on the on the ground that you can pick up, it can be a, a huge hassle for you to pick up the right thing. The camera, because Trico is so big, and sometimes you're riding on uh, riding on its backside or something like that, and the corridors can get really stuffy. Like he has to like crawl through the stuff, and you're still on his back. The camera can get really crazy. Um, so the camera, um, the controls can get a little wonky depending on the context sensitive nature of the environment. And also the, uh, the game suffers from frame rate issues in certain areas of the game. Um, it, it spikes up really high to the point where it looks like it's going like slow motion in certain points, but then it calms down after like, uh, you know, like 30 to 40 seconds or something like that. So it seems like a loading issue maybe, but it's, uh, I mean, the game loads like seamlessly from one area to the next and just keeps going. So I can see that happening. But, uh, yeah, I mean, fucking The Last Guardian is out. I played it and, um, I gotta say, I, for my personal enjoyment of the game, I would put it right in between Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. Uh, right, right in the middle of that, and the fact that after all this time, like I was really concerned about what kind of what kind of trouble they might have had with the development of the game. They they did everything they needed to do to make this game like an instant classic, and I think they pulled it off. Uh, you guys have any questions? You know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> how, how long is it, you said? Uh, I beat it in about twelve hours or so. And the controls are all like not too floaty, not too. Uh, the well, the thing is, uh, the controls feel similar to kind of like uh, what the Shadow Claws is like the way the jumping works. But the thing about it is that it doesn't. You don't have like a grip meter anymore. If you're locked onto things, uh, if you just grab onto something, you're gonna grab onto it for dear life, unless it's something that you're not able to grab onto. So there's less micromanagement. Uh, on that front, and the animations for the jumping, the movement, and stuff like that really looks good, especially for Trico, um, which, like who I, I like, I said, it just looks just incredible. The the way it moves, like when you observe like a like a creature, like you're at the zoo or something like that, you're you're looking at a creature or like a like an animal you've never seen in person before. I, I got that vibe, you know, the way it kind of like looks around, the way it's really curious about certain things, the way it's like, you know, doesn't care about certain aspects of uh, what you wanted to do. It can be frustrating at, at times. 
because you're dealing with something that is not going to listen to you all the time on purpose. You know, because obviously it doesn't care about you that much at the beginning. But as you as you kind of start you know, building that bond, it just changes over time. And you really feel that. And that becomes like an emotional anchor throughout the story uh, and what happens to the two of them. So, uh, yeah. Uh, any other questions? Nope. <laughs> nope. We're real good. So you guys, Sounds you guys, cool. Yeah, you guys going to pick up this game and play it, right? Yeah. Um, no. Not straight away, no. I will, but not straight away. Never. Okay. I have no desire to play it. Nope. Why though? Why though, Drew? Why? Tell me why. I, I don't know. I just I don't know. What do you I mean you don't, don't know? I don't. I don't want to play it. That is, it doesn't appeal to me. Okay. Did you play Ico or Shadow of the Classes? I played both. You played both. What did you feel about Ico? I didn't like Ico. <laughs> you didn't like Ico. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I really like Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. What 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 about the Shadow Colossus uh, made you like it? Um, I mean, you know the the different Colossus, and you yeah. know it's like a puzzle trying to climb them and take them down and stuff like that. And yeah, I thought that was really cool. To me, here's here's my thing sure. about the Last Guardian is that if it, it looks like a gigantic escort mission. Mm, no man, no no no. I will put a I will put a linchpin on that thing because the escort mission of it is. Is like that thing is escorting you. You're the powerless one. That's the one that's basically got your back. So let's say you're in a perilous situation, right? And the Trico is locked up somewhere and it can't get to you. And you're about to be killed. And the thing like breaks through the wall. It has your back. It starts swiping around the enemy, like smashing them into the ground. Like that moment feels good. And that's not an escort mission. That thing is saving your life. This is a partnership. And once you realize that, it doesn't, it doesn't even, it doesn't even, the idea of an escort never even came into my mind a single moment in that whole playthrough. So don't think about it that way. So it's kind of like Majin in the Forsaken Kingdom. Mm, that one is more robotic because Majin is a, is a less, let's, let's say it's a less sophisticated beast than Trico. Uh, and the thing about the, the Majin is that we have no barometer or kind of like an anchor on how that thing is. But we've all owned pets at one point, right? Like, you guys like dogs? You guys like cats? I mean, yeah, I've I, had a pet, yeah. Yeah? Drew, how about you? I've had pets before. I'm not an animal person, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he don't want but, like, to fuck had... Trico. <laughs> but the thing about it is, like, when you look into the eyes of an animal, right? Especially one that's attached to you, uh, what's reflected in their eyes is not is not what's actively reflected in their hearts, right? We don't know what they're really thinking. We don't know what they really want most of the time. We're just kind of guessing. But in that regard, when you look into the faces of these animals, you kind of feel what you want to feel. You kind of take away what you feel is best for your situation kind of like what what would make you feel better in a lot of ways. Oh, you're like, "Oh, this dog is so happy to see me." Maybe it's not happy to see you. You know, maybe it just, you know, maybe it just wants some food. I don't know. Maybe it's just hungry. So that's kind of the thing that you kind of get with Trico. And it's just wondrous that they were able to do this digitally to put in this much effort and mastery into a creature made up of ones and fucking zeros tied to textures and animations and then make you feel this way. And I haven't felt this way about any other game. Like, you have, I mean, you have other games where you have like dogs and shit, right? 
Uh, you know, they have like Metal Gear, you know, the, the Phantom Pain. You had that cool wolf dog thing, but you never really got into like a relationship with the thing. Same thing with any other game that involves uh, like a tag along creature of some sort. And this dynamic is wholly unique to The Last Guardian. And in that regard, I think it's a special experience because of that. Because you're not going to get this experience anywhere else. So I will, I will say to you that you should at least consider checking it out at one point. Like maybe after a sale, maybe it goes down to like a $20 or something like that, or $15. At that point, you know, you know the, the, the barrier to entry is not that high. Uh, you know, even though you're not that interested, maybe you'll find something that you didn't know you wanted. So, yeah, I highly recommend that you check it out either way. Okay. Okay. Um, I also checked out the Final Fantasy VII. Fi- I mean, not Final Fantasy VII. Ha, ha, ha. I wish I, I checked out the Final Fantasy VII remake demo. But the uh, RE7 uh, final demo, they updated the demo for the final time and um, got access to a whole new area, got myself a handgun. Ooh. I, yeah, I fought a monster. Yeah, I fought a fucking monster, dude. I, what kind I, I was of monsters are that. these things? This was, it came out of the fucking wall. It was made up of black goo. And it was attacking me with like claws and shit. It was creepy. And what then is I. This supernatural shit. What, what happened to it, zombies? <laughs> well, the thing about it is like, this may not be supernatural. You've seen this kind of shit had in like Biohazard. Like shit, like black goo mess. Like if you play Revelations, like those kind of monsters, it looks like one of those, but. It made up of like leeches or goo and kind of like those kind of things. Yeah. So it's not it's not like a ghost that was attacking you. Was, no, this was a this was a flesh creature, and the end the new ending that I ended up getting was an infection ending. Apparently, I took an attack one too many attack from the monster while I was trying to fight it, and I was infected. So as I was slowly heading out towards the exit, I saw my body start to like change with like this black goo, and then right before I got out, I I just basically just like plopped down. And then the guy took me away, saying that I'm not like something about not being a part of the family or some shit. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's more of the the RE7 stuff. I'm still very interested in the game. No one really knows how the final final game is going to turn out. Does anybody but, uh, Does I'm anybody excited. think it's not going to make it? It seems really close. I I really don't know. I think I think it's going to make it at this point. This is is I mean, that then, January or February? January. I mean, they're already, they're already selling the, the, the $200 stupid edition that has, like, uh, the, 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 re- house. the replica of the house, yeah. And a Jeez. finger uh, a finger USB, I think is it. No. Yeah, dummy finger USB, yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I have not looked at any of these demos. I haven't even seen any videos of it, so you should, you I don't know. You should try the demo. It's, it's really good. The demo, just, demo uh, is really cool. I like it. I it just uh, I I don't know how I feel about a first person Resident Evil game. It's weird. It's, well, it's weird till you play it, and then it's it's got a really good atmosphere to it. Does the person you're playing as talk? Uh, sometimes, yeah. So you so they will say stuff. Sometimes. Okay. But not often. Um, Are there cutscenes in the demo? Uh, yeah, there's you, that opening cutscene with the yeah the camera. The kitchen cussing, but you actually play through the videotape that you find yeah. as a person inside of it. So not really. Um, mm. But like they said, uh, they they only use certain elements of the game itself. 
and uh, it's not it's not totally indicative of the final game itself. But it was cool getting that handgun and seeing how scarce ammunition is. I think that's something that's going to carry over. Yeah, it's not going to be a game where you're going to have like a fucking rocket launcher machine gun <laughs> and just popping off everywhere, you know, making things a jibble sandwich. So you're going to have to be really conservative with your ammo. And I like that. I like that about survival horror. Make it into a survival horror game. And Drew, uh, you say you don't know how to feel about a first-person Resident Evil game. How did you feel about an over-the-shoulder third-person Resident Evil or Resident Evil 4, like before that came out? When they started showing footage of that, how did you feel about that? Oh, man, the early footage of that I was excited to see. Yeah? Yeah. So, what's they the turned difference? turned it into Devil May Cry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, when, they did short, when they were showing the whole ghost thing, right? Back yeah. So you were down for Supernatural and a whole new perspective then. What changed now? All right, first off, that wasn't supernatural. What they said was was it was hallucinations because he was infected. A, a ghost painting came to life. What a but it was sight. Always, but it, it was came always, after him, man. It was all in Leon's head. Did you did you watch, you know, it's kind of relevant. Did you watch the the playtest episode of Black Mirror? Yeah. Uh, that's yes, fuck, I watched all. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that that's, that's a good fucking episode. Did you man. did you catch his name? Who? The guy. In the, the, the main guy in yeah. the episode? No. His name's okay. Cooper Redfield. <laughs> Was it Cooper Redfield, really? Yep. yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. That's a nice homage right there. Long, long lost brother to Chris. Yeah, yeah. It was a mansion, you know, Japanese developed horror game in a mansion. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that episode was fucking bonkers. <laughs> it was so fucking good. The episode after that, though. Have you seen that one? No, I've I've watched the first two of season one, and then I watched the playtest episodes because you know, the the show doesn't have any kind of continuity to it. No, so no, it doesn't. Yeah. I watched that one because everybody talked about it, so I oh, watched. I talked one. about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one after that, the one where uh, it's modern day, and somebody's stalking this kid is fucking fantastic. That show is weird. That show is so weird, but so good. It is. It is true. Drew, Drew, do you know if they're doing another season, man? Do you know? They they split that season. So the, the what the newest season that's on Netflix is only half of the season. Next year, I think in February, they're bringing up the, the other six episodes. Yeah? Oh, sweet, dude. I can't wait. That show is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Written by everybody, British guy. Thank everybody you. watch Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. We said it last week, but we say it again. Everybody watch Black Mirror. That show is fantastic. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up. I got quite a few things to talk about. I'll save the my, I'll save my embargo for last. Um, I popped in No Man's Sky to check out that patch. Did you? Yeah. Interesting. That creative, I traded in No Man's Sky to get Final Fantasy. That creative mode is what I wanted No Man's Sky to be. <laughs> you can't die. <laughs> Hey. Six you, months. Six months too late. You don't have to mine. <laughs> you could just fly and name shit. Isn't that what the point of the game is, though? Yeah. Is to is but the, like they've just basically rewritten what that game's supposed to be. Well, no, there's three different modes now. So when you boot up the game, you get a choice. You can play in regular mode, which is the mode that you played from the beginning. Yeah. You can play in survival mode, which is like super hard. Uh, and then you can play in creative mode, and you can have a save for each one. So, they give you the option now. So you can build shit in this one. Uh, you can build bases, which I didn't play long enough to get into, so I don't know how that works yet. But apparently if you build a base, like aliens will come and, and hang out at your crib. 
You mean that that one single alien that's always in the no, 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 there's, same there's place more. every time you go? <laughs> there's more than one now. There's more than one now. It's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. You can buy a freighter, one of those big ships you see, mm-hmm. and you can travel to it. Like, you can leave breadcrumbs so you can get back to where you were. Like, they made a lot of improvements to that game. I mean, Unfortunately, you and, like, two other people are the only people still own it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I figured, why the hell not? Let's take a look at this thing and see what happened. It's like the the Street Fighter of space exploration games. Yeah, I traded that game in and got four dollars for it. Oh wow, really? Wait, did you yeah. bother? Wait, how much did you pay for that game? Sixty bucks. <laughs> True. True. You're an idiot. True. But I will never Stop play it, it again. I. Oh, that infuriates me so bad. You can get would... so much more money for that game than four dollars. Holy shit! Where? Amazon, Glide, any other website, eBay, I don't give a fuck. Don't Amazon give self- Amazon does not even take the game. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. They may have changed it since the patch came out, but the last time I checked was, was a couple weeks ago. They said, oh, we're not accepting trade-ins with this game at this time. I, it's so funny to me <laughs> how like people get upset about the way businesses work. Like, Amazon stopped taking No Man's Sky. That's probably a really good business decision for them. <laughs> and, like, when Injustice went backwards compatible last week, the GameStop upped the price from, like, $12 to 20 yeah. <laughs> Well, obviously, wow. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's called business, motherfucker. They want to make money. <sighs> Man, that's... Oof. The, the game Look, resell market is rough. The only thing it was doing was sitting on my shelf... Never gonna get played again. So like yes, I will take. I'll four take four bucks. <laughs> Give four bucks for it to to <laughs> to play something I will play. Oh, that's funny. Did, I, did I tell you about the whole Destiny collection thing? For yeah, PS4? for you got like fifty cents for it or something like that. Yeah, it's like oh, you got this fifty dollar retail game for free with your purchase of a PS4 Pro. I don't want Destiny anymore. How much is trading value? Eighty seven cents. <laughs> that sounds about right. That's about fifty dollar the- game. 87 cents. With all the DLC, no less. With all the DLC, yeah, not the, even open. The DLC that's $100. That's $100. Yeah, that's $100 right there. But you do realize the DLC is worthless in a, in a pre-owned game, right? Because most people have yeah, used those codes. Yeah, but it was sealed, man. It doesn't, yeah, it, but it doesn't it matter. Such. They only have it one way. They, they only have one skew for it, so... They don't have the <laughs> I didn't open it skew... <laughs> <laughs> I could I could trade in that game for eighteen dollars and eighty five cents on Amazon right now. And there this is why Probably. Amazon will stop taking trade ins eventually. Eighteen eighty five, that's actually pretty good. Actually, uh, it actually, it is, but I remember when Blockbuster had their, their video game store and the trade in values they gave were ridiculous. What happened to that? They went out of business. Uh, I don't think that's the reason why they went out of business. Well, the, the video game portion did. They went out of business before Blockbuster did. Yeah, well, you know, there's there's the whole streaming element of it. Video store's not going to do well. That's fine. Video games. That sucks, man. You know, Blockbuster is a part of my childhood. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. Oh, I did too. I used to rent games. Yeah, that's, 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 when I was it's, a kid, every Friday night, that's where we went. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. It was, a, it was a fun place. Yeah, but it's useless now. Well, yes, it is. Um, what the times? All right. Uh, I also downloaded the Parappa demo. 
of yeah. there's a demo for Parappa. You gotta what? believe. Well, okay, so that's part of the news is they announced Parappa is being remastered for the PS4. Parappa oh. one and two remaster for PS4. It's just one. Is, is, I thought it was one and two. No, two's already on there for PS2 classics. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. So it's just the first game. The demo is literally five minutes. It's just the Chop Chop Master Onion song. That's the only one I want to play. Well, then you can go download the demo right now. It's free. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks uh, it looks real good in uh, HD widescreen. It's uh, it, them colors pop, you know. And I gotta believe. I gotta believe. You have to. You have to. That yeah. fucking lag, though. Is... It's just. You gotta well, I, don't, I don't think it's the lag. It's just the game being really sensitive with timing. Yeah, it is. It is. Nice. But it felt good. I'll buy that when they when they put oh. that out. I'll buy that. I wonder if they threw that line for Lucio in there. Oh, I gotta because believe. Because of Parappa, yeah. I mean, Parappa's a classic, brother. Yes. I, 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 how much you want to bet Blizzard threw that in there just because? Oh, I would well, Overwatch is a series of memes and references, so I get it, yeah. It yeah. makes sense. But yeah, Parappa, if you want to play Chop Chop Master Indian Song, it's it's free demo. And it's literally five minutes, has the intro, the old intro from the first game, and then that one level. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, also playing um, a little game called Aquamoto Racing Utopia on the PS4. Okay. And that game is essentially a wave race for the PlayStation. A good one or a bad one? It's a good one. Okay. It's not as good as wave race. I mean, let's let's be fair. No game will ever be that good. No wave yeah. running game will ever be that good. But this mm-hmm. is close. It's pretty good. Um, good water physics. Three different kinds of modes. You've got the wave runner mode, you've got the jet ski mode, and then you've got freestyle modes. You can do tricks and stuff. It's a fun game. I'm enjoying right. it. It's buggy as shit. Um, visually, like it, it feels like that engine's got some problems. Like I started a race once, and you know how sometimes when a polygon glitches, it creates like this big, like it's stretching one of the polygons across the screen. Like, that happened to me once when I was uh-huh. in a race, and I had this big, like, almost looked like a flag. Those are awesome. Yeah, coming yeah, off the I back of my Wave Runner. It was kind of hilarious. Uh, what, what's the platform and price for this game? It's PS4. I think it's either 20 or $30. Okay. I can't remember It's which. not retail, is it? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it's also on Steam. I think it's the same price. Uh, played Steep. I, I like that game. It's a good game. If you like kind of the winter sports stuff, it's a really good game. Like the snowboarding feels good. Um, the skiing, I'm still getting used to that. Um, it's kind of like the pilot wings in snow. So you've also got parachuting and, and wingsuits. Like that game is really, really good. <laughs> um my biggest issue with it so far is that it's a huge open world. Like, it just dumps you on the mountain and go do whatever you want to do. But it feels convoluted and confusing as to what you're supposed to do. Um, partially because there's a lot of things to do. Like, you can spot spots on the mountain with your binoculars. And once you see them and mark them on the map, you can fast travel to them. Uh, you can fast travel to the events. Um, there's a lot of really cool things in there, like... When you do a replay, you can do it from the perspective of a GoPro camera. So, like, you could do, like, a, a selfie or a first-person view of your run. If you want to 
if you want to throw up on your couch. Or... Oh yeah, do a, do a <laughs> backflip on a snowboard. Oh god, motion sickness galore. Jesus. Oh absolutely. Um, so like that's good for screenshots, but that's about it. <laughs> don't watch those replays, man. No, don't don't, do don't watch those replays. Um, one of the biggest things about snowboarding games is like how the control is and how it feels, and this feels kind of like a mixture between a simulation uh, and SSX. So, like, tricks are real real smooth to pull off. Um, it feels good. Um, but, no, it's 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 a really good game. Another big issue I have is it's very convoluted in the menus. So, like, when you go into the menu system, there's a lot of customization to your character and, like, your, your outfits and stuff like that. Um, but it's real kind of slow and clunky and hard to navigate, which is kind of annoying. But no, it's 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 really good. It's definitely an Ubisoft game because there's a lot of dots on the map, a lot of things to unlock. There's an XP bar that that fills up um, to unlock new outfits and stickers for your backpack because those are important aspects of video games. But no, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's definitely one of those games that like you don't expect to really get into, and then you play it. It's really pretty good. So. Neat. Uh, played a bunch of Overwatch, but you know, beat that horse to death. The, did the new Symmetra patch come out? No, it did not. No, not yet. They just not started yet. season three, though. Yeah, we were okay. just we're just standard playing a bunch of bunch of scrub teams last night. You figure after you hit a hundred, you'd be a little smarter than most of the people I'm playing with, but you know. Well, you know, I'm playing competitive, and during my um my placement matches. I guess I was the scrub team because fuck the people I was playing with. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I'm in bronze. They threw me in fucking bronze because these fuckers. Yeah. Every now and then you get a good team, you get a bad team. And then you run the table. And everybody up. fucking team blaming and shit like that. I was like, come the fuck on. The beauty of playing yeah. on console, you don't hear anybody. You don't see any words on the screen. Yeah, that's all I ever see is words. The only the only thing you see on console is hello, 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 hello. Well, that's that's also good and bad. If you if there's good communication, it can be really fun. Oh, absolutely. But even if you have good communication, you still might have a bunch of assholes on your team. It's true. I don't I don't know what it's like at the the lower ranks, but once you get higher, everyone is expected to have mics. Everyone is expected to communicate. Otherwise, your team is at a huge disadvantage. Because the other team will surely be doing all the the communication. All I have to say is that I felt the need to play that game this year or this week because you know it's the game of the year. That's true. According to the Keelys, and there are so many salty motherfuckers out there who are pissed. <laughs> there are a lot of people. I saw that. Like I just looked on Twitter and I was like, "Oh yeah, the Game Awards happened." And the reason why I know is because everybody yelled at Overwatch one. <laughs> Overwatch won three awards. Uh, was it best art direction, best multiplayer game, and game of the year? Sure. So, but yeah, uh, and then finally, I played a whole bunch of Dead Rising Four. Nice. So, what do you think of Dead Rising Four? It feels a lot like an, an expansion pack for Dead Rising Three. Oof. <laughs> mm, that's not good. I mean, so it does star Frank, and he's the highlight of that game, even though it's not the same voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's constantly talking. And most of the time, it's genuinely funny. Yeah. Uh, for example, there's a go-kart race minigame when you first get in the mall, 
and if you do it, he basically color commentates the entire race, even though he's the only one racing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty funny. Um, it has a lot of what three had going on. There's a big skill tree that you can, you know, when you level up, you get a skill point. You can unlock uh, different things. There's five different categories. There's like combat, survival. Um, this game has a lot of upgrades that feel arbitrary, like they should have just been in the game. Like there's literally an upgrade for dodge roll has better control. So I'm like, so what you're saying is that you made the dodge roll control like garbage so you could make a skill point that made it control better. (laughs) Which seems really dumb to me. Um, One of the big things people are complaining about is that uh, early on one of the skills you can unlock is health regeneration. Um, but just to note, until you level up really, 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 really high, it only starts regenerating when your health is super low. So, like, if you're just taking damage, then it doesn't regenerate. You still have to eat food. Um, it now separates weapons into three different categories. So you have throwable weapons, uh, melee weapons, and shooting weapons. Uh, there are a lot more guns in this game. I okay. always have a gun, and I always have a lot of ammo. So that's that's not. I don't know. That doesn't sound very Dead Rising-y. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. Um, and you you have three separate inventories for each type of weapon. So now, when you tap left on the D-pad, you cycle through and equip throwing weapons. When you tap up, that's your melee, and when you tap right, those are your guns. Um, and each one has a separate amount that you can carry. Uh, if you press down, you eat food. If you hold down, you drop whatever weapon you're holding. Uh, well, how are the cycle battles in this one? Man, tell me. They're not. They're not good. There's not uh... very many of them, and they're not nearly as interesting as the previous games. Which has been the biggest disappointment for me. Um, I that don't was have, the highlight of the fucking yeah, yeah like I don't have a problem with the health regeneration I don't have a problem with the fact that the timer is all but non-existent until towards the end of the game um, I don't have an issue with the fact that there are more guns because you know whatever uh, but the fact that there's not some crazy psychopath battles it that's there are some boss battles but you know they're they're not they're not like the crazy fat lady in the wheelchair, the motor scooter from 3 at the at the buffet. They're not the the crazy family in the mall in the first game, you know. Yeah. Or the the redneck snipers. Yeah, like that's That stuff. was such a cool that was such a cool fucking fight because it, it just like you could just run away from them, but they're always there. Yeah, it's a lot of that stuff is gone. Um this game takes place a long time after uh the events of the first game, I can't remember, like, Frank is, like, 52 years old now. He's a professor at, like, a college. Uh, and then the story has to do with people doing experiments out in Willamette, because, you know, that's where the shit went down. So he goes back. Uh, it all takes place in Christmas. When you pause the game, there's Christmas songs playing. That's like pretty... licensed Christmas songs? Oh, yeah, like, you know, straight-up Christmas songs. It's pretty fantastic. Um, there's a lot of Christmas-themed weapons. So, like, there's a cannon that I built with the combo blueprints that uh, would shoot exploding ornaments 
and it okay. would it would play like a, a jingle bell when it shot, which is pretty fantastic. I don't know. It. They also took are, out the. Are we burned out of Dead Rising yet? I think so. You think I said this? This is it. I think I like. I played a lot of three. I really I played. A, I played the shit out of Dead Rising one and two. Yeah, like I played. Uh, I played one, two, off the record. Case West, Case Zero, three, all the expansions for three. Was that was that this year that you played all these? No, 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 no. I just mean since they oh. came out. Uh, I have played three, one, and two this year though. Because they were, you know, they did the remasters, and then I dug back into three at one point, which I, I mean, I maxed out three. Like my character was gold level fifty, so and I played three of the four expansions, which were separate stories with different characters. Um, and I don't know, I, you know, I go into this and I play it, and it's not like I have a bad time. It's just I'm not having a standout time. Like normally, a Dead Rising release is. It's something like it's it's meaningful, and this time it just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like something. Feels kind of by the number. They're just doing what they've always done, kind of deal. Yeah, it just it just feels like it's there. Like it's not bad. It's not a bad game. It's perfectly fine, serviceable. If you want to kill zombies, that's cool. Um, the exosuits are kind of neat. How um, early do you get those exosuits? Uh, super early, like in the first case. Really? That seems a little too strong, then. Don't well, they? well, they they have a they have a a limit on them. So like everything in the game now has like like cars. They have like a limit. So it's kind of like their power. Mm-hmm. Um, the exosuits you can find remote power up stations to recharge them. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean they're fine. You can't use regular weapons when you're in the exosuit. You can only use exosuit weapons, which are colored differently in the environment. They're purple. So they're like bigger weapons. Oh. And you can only use them when you're in an exosuit, and you can't use regular weapons. But when you're in an exosuit, you have infinite stamina, and you can literally just like punch through zombies. So, uh, the game is also not hard at all. Like, I died maybe twice in the many, many hours that I played it. So I never, never had to worry about dying. Which is, you know, that, that series yeah. has kind of been going down that road for a while. Dead Rising 3 wasn't exactly challenging. So, the the biggest concern with, I think, uh, the fans of the original series, or the trilogy so far, is that the removal of the whole time limit thing. What do you think about that as a, as a, as a long-time fan yourself? Do you think that negatively impacts, like, the, the tense nature of the game or anything like that? Or what do you think? The time limit was never something I enjoyed about those games. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't like being rushed to do what I have to do. Like especially in a game like Dead Rising where it's a playground. Don't put me in a playground and give me a stopwatch. I, I don't want that. So like when I go back and play Dead Rising one and two, what I do now is I ignore the timer and I just level and level and level and level until I die and then I start over, which is the way that game was designed to be played. You know, ever since Dead Rising three that's not the way those games have been designed to, to be played. They've been designed to just go through and play. Okay. As long as the the game surrounding it uh, uses that, well, the lack of the mechanic well enough, that's fine. But to me, the, the Dead Rising game that I... The only Dead Rising game I played to completion, which I loved, was Dead Rising 2. I thought that was like the perfect balance of the amount of time that they gave you and the things that you wanted to do at the same time. 
Uh, and also, you know, obviously it uh, streamlined a lot of things that was really dumb and stupid in the first game. So the second game was good, but the third game felt like it just it just seemed like it was yeah it was more streamlined. But like the psychos and the things that I was doing in the game and the main character uh, didn't really interest me as much. So I never beat that game. So you should I don't beat, know. You should have beat that game because when the, the ending to that game, <laughs> that that's a very interesting thing. Yeah, the ending of that game is actually really. It made me smile. Yeah, if you if if you're a fan of that canon, like that uh that narrative, like the end of three is like, whoa, okay, all right, this is cool. (laughs) Yeah, you don't you don't know what's really going on. Okay, I'll YouTube it later. Yeah, four is not that interesting. Like, it's cool to see Frank back, but yeah, that's about it. That's a bummer, man. You can take selfies. You can do that. <laughs> oh, that, that's a, that's another thing is that there's another mechanic in the game now with your camera. Uh, so now there's like some Batman moments. So you get into an area and you use your camera to investigate different things, and the camera has different modes. So there's a night scope, night vision mode, and there's also an analyzer mode where you can like hack things with your camera. Really? Yep. With your camera? Yep. Okay. It's it's sure. an interesting thing that's different than the rest of the games, and I like how they describe it. Like, they'll give you a checklist of things you need to investigate, and they'll just be vague descriptions of what you need to look at. And those moments are fine. Um, and, and as always, there's a shitload of things to collect in that game. Uh, graffiti to take pictures of, blueprints, um, uh, computer uploads... Just lots of little trinkets and stuff. And you can buy maps from safe houses that show you where all that stuff is on the map. And it's it's an ADD nightmare if you have to collect everything. Because there's just so much shit in that game to find. So, I mean, if you like to kill bunches of zombies, that's fine. Oh yeah, and also the story co-op mode is gone. That's not there anymore. Why do they do that? I don't know. Uh, it's been replaced with a multiplayer co-op mode that allows you and up to four other players to essentially try to survive in like a horde mode style game. Um, it's fun and it has co- uh, consistent progression. So like you have your own skill tree in multiplayer and as you level yeah. up you can you can unlock skills and then even if you die and start over you get to keep those skills and things like that. Hmm. So, I mean, that's fun. It's a fun diversion. It's different areas. Um, There's, like, four different maps for the multiplayer. And it's neat, but it's not something that, like, you'll tell your friends, like, hey, we should all get this and play. Um, It's just if you bought the game and know people that also own it, it's fun to play with them. Right. So. What about, um, is this also PS4? No, this is Xbox One exclusive, Xbox One and PC exclusive. Really? Wow, mm-hmm. they still did that, even though they just released the collection on PS4. Yeah, I think the new games, Microsoft is buying the rights to those. Okay. And, of course, Capcom is willing to whore themselves out to anybody. Um, yeah. Whoever's willing to pay the... Because you know Capcom's not going to make a new Street Fighter. They're not going to make a new Dead Rising, because they're not selling gangbusters. Yeah. So these companies are going to pay them to make those games. So... And that's what happened here. Hmm. But yeah. Too bad. Too bad. Yep. 
I was really hoping for this game to be a lot better than it is. Um, but as it stands, it's just a pretty pretty straightforward Dead Rising game. When's it come out? It's already out. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, mm. It's out Tuesday. I was say, I wonder if a Steam sale will have it cheaper. I uh, uh, don't think it's coming to Steam. It's probably Windows yeah. 10 game. I think it's a Windows Store game. Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll just pick that up on Steam. Yeah, it, it, I think it eventually will come to Steam. Dead Rising Three did, uh, yeah. but I think at launch it's just Windows Ten. And f- funny, um, I thought this was a Play Anywhere title, um, but I don't. It's not. Huh? I don't think it is because I checked the store. I mean, maybe it's not live till the game's live, but I don't own it on PC as as well as Xbox One. Hmm. So, because I'd be interested. It runs fine on Xbox One. Like, there's no issues with it. It's. I mean, it looks like Dead Rising three. Like, it literally looks like Dead Rising three. So, maybe this really was DLC for Dead Rising three, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's just make it a full price game." <laughs> I I don't know. It, it feels a lot like that. I mean, it, there's it's a lot of the same skills in the skill tree. It's the same blueprint models. It's it feels very similar to three. Which, mm. if they do another super turbo ultra-hyper-fighting Dead Rising DLC, I'll buy that, because that thing was fucking great. If you never played that, that, that thing was awesome. Uh, but let, let's talk about what is coming out this week, and Dead Rising 4 is, of course, on that list. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved is also coming to PS4 this week. Uh, the Last Guardian, if you can believe it. Yes, it exists, baby. Uh, Beth- good. Bethesda Pinball. Which Drew talked about earlier. Yep. Uh, Werewolves Within, which is Ubisoft's VR game. I've heard good things about it. Werewolves Within. I haven't played Hmm. it, but I've heard good things about it. Okay. Uh, Energy Cycle. That's out on Xbox One this week. I don't know what that is. Uh, Her Majesty Spiffing. What? That sounds that sounds like a game John might know what that is. Nope, no idea. Spiffing? Spiffing. That's yeah. Is that her name or is that a is that a verb or I don't what is that? I don't know. I really don't know what that is. (laughs) Captain Google. Alright. I don't know how to spell it, go ahead. Skyforce Anniversary is out for Xbox One this week. I talked about that last week. That's the shooter, uh, the, the shmup. Uh, tennis in the face. That's what's that coming out on? Because that's that's been out on other. It's out on already. Xbox One this week. So spiffing is basically just means excellent or splendid. Oh, really, Her okay. Majesty yeah. is splendid. Yeah, it's British, John. It's, it's British, well, John. There you go. So we have, we have we have John to bl- blame for this as well, then. Okay. Yeah, why not? Uh, I think that's it. Starting to slow down finally, but uh, Dead Rising and Last Guardian both probably the biggest releases of the week. Although Ark Survival Evolved will probably be the best selling of all the games coming. Out <laughs> what uh, what platform is that coming out? That's on? finally coming to PS4. It's already been out on PC and Xbox yeah. One for a while. You think that'll outsell The Last Guardian? Oh, hell yeah. Have you not I, seen the insanity that is that game? 
I, I know people have played it, a lot of it, on PC, but it has really calmed down a lot. It's sold like fucking gangbusters on Xbox One. It's one of the best-selling games on Xbox One. It's still an easy... That's the game with still an early access, but they want to charge people for the expansion, right? Yep, that's the one. People complained game. about it, and they all bought it. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Get Lost Garden instead, folks. I, I wouldn't buy either one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, Ken. I know. <laughs> okay, Drew, you ready? Sure. News, 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 news. Oof. There's about 3,000 things to talk about, so we'll just start at the beginning. Uh, the Game Awards kind of kicked it off. Uh, they announced Bullet Storm, full clip edition. Okay. Uh, that is a kind of remaster, remake of Bullet Storm. Uh, also includes Duke Nukem. <laughs> if you pre-order. Of uh, course, if you pre-order. Yeah. Bulletstorm is a very underrated game, oh, it's by just the way. fantastic. It's, it's really, really, really fun. Yeah, I, I will play that game again, especially if they've added new arenas, new levels, and of course Duke Nukem. I play Duke Nukem anywhere. I don't care. I've got balls for steel. It's got all new dialogue from John St. John, so of course I'm going to play it. And not to mention Bulletstorm is just a fucking fantastic game. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, we talked about that. That is the new Telltale game. Ooh, how about that But didn't we know this already? It, was, I... it was rumored. It wasn't confirmed. I thought it yeah, was confirmed. No, 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 no. 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 See, that's the problem, John, is you read the internet and everybody just assumes because it's a rumor that it's true. Well, it was. But, well, but also, you know, the, the same guys that were rumoring that were rumoring that new Damian Wayne Warner Brothers Montreal game. I don't know what that was. Yeah, we didn't see that. You know, the Kotaku, you know, the, the scoops said that that was going to be announced at the Game Awards. It wasn't. Fair enough. Um, what else came out of the Game Awards? A new trailer for Death Stranding. No fucking idea what that game is. Um, trailer was dumb and stupid, and Kojima is just going to just spend everybody's money. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all the trailer all was article? cool. Uh, we don't know what the game is. We have no idea what the game is. He's already selling a soundtrack. Sure. To the trailer. Really? I'm not kidding. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This stuff, Why not? It's, I mean, it's the definition of just insanity. The only thing he confirmed is that it is a third-person game that will the Norman Reedus will be the main character and Mads Mikkelsen or whatever will be the villain. Mm-hmm. If you watch the trailer, it, it makes no sense. Like it, like it makes Metal Gear look coherent. <laughs> but but Ken, I I say to you, so what? So what? So it's a, it's a cool looking trailer, but not every game trailer is gonna be all about the gameplay and stuff like that. You know what? Mm-hmm. When that game was within six months of launch, maybe I'll pay attention. Maybe when you show me a game. Okay, sure. Until then, so, so, until then, so, there's stupid eccentric trailers that make no sense. Yeah, these these trailers are for you, I guess. They, you know, they're kind of talking about they're like cryptic trailers showing concepts and ideas more than anything else. Like have, the whole. Well, go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I I have to disagree with you because if anybody is the person these trailers are for, it's fucking me. <laughs> how is that? How is that? The way you're speaking about anything that's not gameplay related. Because I am like... a Kojima fanatic. Mm. I followed the Metal Gear trailers like a goddamn religion. Well, Metal Gear is a different beast entirely, though. 
a different environment, different beast. So this is something new. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know what it is. So how do I know it's new? How do I know it's not just a third-person stealth game? Well, it could very well be the genre, but you know, any game is talking about shooting guys and objectives. You can boil it down to the genre, or you can think about the, the ideas and concepts. Like I found it fascinating. Like, okay, Mads Mikkelsen character was controlling a bunch of fucking skeleton soldiers using electric umbilical cords. What the fuck is that? That's that's crazy. How does that even work? Why does that work? These are the questions in my mind that I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I get it. It doesn't. I don't understand it, but I want to understand it. And as long as I have that desire and want to understand what the hell I'm seeing and seeing how maybe how this is going to be incorporated into the game later down the line, which I'm fairly certain that it will be, uh, you know, that's what I want to know, and that's okay for me. That's to me, it's like. I don't look at this and say like, yeah, this is what the game's gonna be like. I look at this game, I look at the trailer and think to myself, these are the concepts and ideas that he wants to bring to this game. And that's fine. This is a four minute entertainment piece. I watch it once, I'm done with it, that was cool. I move on with the rest of my life, that's it. I don't, I don't see what words of harm in that is at all. It's just, it's just entertainment, it's just showing you some ideas and concepts, that's it. Okay. I still think it's a waste to show anything before there's an actual game. Eh. That's just my opinion. I get it. I get it. Also, coming out of the Game Awards, can Jeff Keighley just go ahead and suck Kojima's dick and get it over with? <laughs> that was like, oh my god, really? <laughs> I, I, no offense to Keighley. I love the guy. I think he does great yeah. work. But, dude, just do it and get it over with so we can stop hearing about it. I, mean, I understand <laughs> that it sucks what Kojima went through. I truly do. But, goddamn, man. I think I think he got it out of his system. Good, good, because I'm I'm really he tired. I'm, I'm kind of tired me of hearing too. about me it. Me too, man. Me too. It's like oh, I'm friends with I'm friends with Kojima, you guys. Okay, cool. Look, look I've got picture. him on speed dial. Cool yeah. for cool for you. Congratulations. I I know I know his number. I got I got proof, picture proof. I got it. Look. It's fine. We got it. It's okay. Uh, best thing to come out of Game Awards, in my opinion, was that Breath of the Wild footage. Holy shit. That was alright. I want that game so bad. I want that game, but that footage was alright. Oh, like man. I've seen, I've seen better footage of that game. And one of the people that was talking on Twitter was like, "That that footage actually unsold me on the game." I was like, "Oh, that sucks." I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. They saw I, the footage wasn't it wasn't running well. They didn't like what they were being shown, and they're like, mm, "I don't want to get this game anymore." Ah oh, well, yeah. You don't want to play the best game of 2017 behind Injustice 2. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Already got your game of the year. I mean, come on. Do you, do you really, so when we come to January 2018, do you really think my number one game of 2017 is not going to be Injustice 2? I mean, come on. I haven't even played it yet. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's a fairly sure bet. <sighs> I know. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do it from memory because I don't have the list in front of me. Is anything else? They showed Prey. Mass Effect stuff. Yeah, they showed Mass Effect. They showed Prey, actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. I think Mass Effect looked amazing. Prey, yeah, it'll be cool. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I like the whole uh, aspect of it being kind of survival horror-y and sci-fi element because we're not going to get another Death Space game anymore. I was like, that's, that's that's what you're gonna get. That's that's what you have now. Looks kind of like it's got a little Doom mixed with a little Bioshock mixed with a little Geist. Yeah, it has some possession element too, where you possess items and stuff. Yeah, I've never played Geist, but I know that's what it was about. Yeah, that game was yeah. interesting. 
You could you could uh, possess a dog food bowl. Remember that? That was that game was weird, dude. You could possess a lot of shit in that game. <laughs> in the trailer for Prey, he possessed a coffee cup to roll through a little hole. Yeah, it was, that seems weird. And then, like the enemies you're fighting look like fucking big shadow demons or something. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. know. Uh, they they showed the trailer for Master, but I didn't watch that trailer. Is it just me, or did the main character's facial animations look fucking weird? She looked a little weird. They, she looked. They just, have uh, some people also mentioned that, and they have commented that this isn't the final build, and that. Um, people complained about lip syncing as well. The lip syncing was slightly off on the human character, and they've kind of said, "Yeah, we we're aware of that. Don't worry, we've still got a little way to go." So, uh, when are we expecting Andromeda? Is it like they like said twenty seventeen? You think uh, they said spring? Uh, spring? I guess Amazon leaked a date for the collector's edition guide as like March twenty seventh or something like that. But I think that game doesn't hit till at least May, if not fall. <laughs> yeah, I've got a feeling that it's a shame because I think, if anything, because uh, uh, we've learned anything from this year is that uh, games benefit from being spread out throughout the year. Now people are getting really fatigued over uh, massive titles coming out in such a short space of one another, and that kind of time of year is normally relatively barren. I know this year's a bit different with things like uh, Resident Evil and um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, if that comes out in February. Uh, but I think pushing that to the full would be a bad idea. Um, Telltale also announced the new Walking Dead. Uh, it launches in December and will launch with two episodes instead of one. Uh, like you know, we talked about Telltale before. I just. I just want their mechanics to be fine. Like I'm, I'm okay with the idea that they basically have the same idea and same kind of notes that they hit for each of the games that they make. Yeah, that's okay. Like it's still effective to some degree, even though I become desensitized to it uh, pretty strongly. I just want the game to run well, man. Like it shouldn't be stuttering <laughs> on my system that runs Rise of the Tomb Raider at max settings at the highest resolution. Like it, sh- it shouldn't be doing those things, man. Like your computer just isn't good enough. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, goddamn. Just you make need, your fucking engine. Work. You need twelve Titans SLI'd. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, order to run like Telltale that. games. Oh shit! Okay. What? I just realized something. I played all the Walking Dead on my PC, and now I have this new PC. I don't think I have my save. Yeah, Cloud Steam's Steam, Steam cloud has it, cloud saves. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. If I if they're there, how do I even? Yeah, they they it? they ought to be pretty automatic. Yeah, it's, it's Xbox and out. Xbox and Steam have really good cloud saves. Like okay. it should automatically download and upload all the time. Uh, Rocket League is getting new DLC, very free, very soon. It's called Starbase Arc. It's a new area. It's they cool. keep giving with that game, don't they? Yep. Uh, they also debuted a new game. From uh, former Bioware and Blizzard devs called Dauntless. Uh, free to play, isn't it? Yes, it's a free to play PC RPG. Looks kind of like uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, really? Um, Co op Monster Hunter. Looks like it's like four player. Uh, it, it okay. just, not, nothing deflates my sales faster than the words free to play. Yeah, I was going to say, don't get, too ex- game. don't get too excited with those words in front of it. 
Uh, yeah. It was also very cool to see uh, Yacht Club Games debut the Spectre of Torment DLC for Shovel Knight. Oh, yeah. They're still, they're still releasing that stuff. It's so good. Yep, it's a prequel to Shovel Knight. So that looks pretty good. Uh, if you pre-order the Ultimate Edition of Halo Wars 2, you get the Halo Wars 1 remaster in December. It's nice. Um, I think that's all of the Game Awards stuff. Alright. So let's move on to PSX, which that's how you do a gaming show. Like, yeah, no, that they didn't miss a beat. Smooth. They did not miss a beat. Yep. And not only that, but they did exactly what I complained they did at E you know, the opposite of what they did at E three. Every almost everything they showed is twenty seventeen. And they at made the moment. I, not even just 2017, but it's like most of them are quarter one 2017. Yes. Like You're going to be getting those games months. Like these games months. are coming real soon. Um, really? Okay. They opened up with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, uh, cool. which is a 2v2 Marvel fighting game. They showed off first gameplay at the Capcom Cup Saturday night. Well, well they, uh, they they opened up with uh, the last, I mean, uh, the Uncharted first. Oh, yes. you're, right, Uncharted you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uncharted yeah. DLC, which stars Chloe. Um, which, by the way, I was uh, it's terrible because I, I wasn't at home for the show, mm-hmm. so I was watching. I like I bought lunch and then I was sitting in my car watching it on my phone. That is the longest drawn out. Like I was expecting that show to suck because that thing they drew that out way too long. With the uh, uncharted stuff. The, the uncharted. She walked through that village for a good five to six minutes. Well, I, I, it wasn't until, because apparently people started going nuts when, what's the name from, Nadine turned up because they realized it was the DLC franchise. I missed that bit because I got home slightly later and I thought it was a whole new game and it wasn't until Chloe revealed her mask at the end that I realized what it was. Yeah, it's it, but um, she, it just it just felt yeah, like she it, was, it was it was a slow burn on purpose. Though. It was trying to build up kind of like the pacing and also to build up the mystery of who this person is to make that reveal more dramatic. But I do agree they could have made that uh, trailer a bit shorter, maybe like a minute or two shorter, and it would have been fine. But from what I hear, this is uh this is standalone. You don't have to have Uncharted Four to play it, which is mm. nice. Uh, and it is not Nathan Drake. Yep. So. Uh, I, and then they dropped the Marvel trailer. <laughs> they and, did. And that crowd went nuts. <laughs> so, so did they show gameplay of it? They didn't. They at the, did. At, I, not at PSX, but at Capcom Cup they did mm-hmm. show some gameplay. They've announced four characters so far. They're announcing two more tonight, I think. Um, so far you've got Mega Man X and Ryu from the okay. Capcom side and Iron Man and Captain Marvel from the Marvel side. Okay. Captain Marvel confuses me because every time I think Captain Marvel, I think of Shazam. Yeah, because yeah. that's how that's how he was introduced to me. So I see this chick, and he's like, "That's not Shazam," and it's like, "Oh, well, that's, they changed the name to Shazam," and uh, it's confusing. Yeah, it's it's like that's not Captain Marvel. What? <laughs> so yeah, those are what the from what I hear, the rumors are true. There are no mutants in the game. So huh. yeah, I think it's meant to be based on the MCU and MTU. Wow. Also, no, it was Magneto. it was very interesting that they did not call it Marvel Capcom Four, and that's yeah. probably why yeah. because it'll tie in with the Infinity War because it's called Infinite. It's tying in with that. Maybe gets people used to the fact that it isn't going to be uh, mutants. <laughs> it's just going to be. I, that. I think it's more indicative of the fact that it's going to be a singular platform like Street Fighter Five, where they just keep adding DLC into it. So. 
you know, just like how Street Fighter Five, there's no Ultimate Street Fighter Five, right? So you buy Marvel vs. Capcom Four. I mean, Call of Capcom Infinite, and they're just gonna keep adding new characters, new patches to to, to the uh, the gameplay changes and stages and stuff like that, and that's gonna be it. That's the that's the, the Marvel first, game you're gonna the have. The first thing they'll do is is release a patch a month afterwards that makes the online work. <laughs> then, then they'll, they'll get add, right in story. Then mode. they'll add story mode. You know, <laughs> the, the thing the thing that bothers me the most about this game is it has gems. Uh, no, no, no. It, it's not. It's not. Uh, I've listened to, not listened to, but I've read an article about where they're talking to the developers and talking about uh, the gems and stuff like that. It's like styles. It's not like the gems that you're thinking about, like Tekken versus like Street Fighter or some shit like that. Oh, uh, I, I, you can't say like gems. I, I was thinking like Pokemon gems. I was like gems <laughs> is in like you're going to places. Gems. No, no, I wouldn't be concerned <laughs> yeah. about going to a gym. I'd be concerned about gems. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so gems the... are a terrible idea in the other games. And uh, they had uh, gems and stuff like that in Marvel vs. Capcom before as well. Like the early ones. It was Marvel Superheroes. Uh, yeah, Marvel Superheroes. So, but it's from my understanding from that article is that they're, they're like styles. You have like power, you have time. And they give you different modifiers to your characters. So it's nothing tied to any kind of stupid DLC or microtransactions or anything like that. I just don't need those kind of systems in my fighting game. I just, I just don't. I just want to fight. Um, uh, well, I was just gonna say it's it's worth noting that this is not a PS4 exclusive. It's also coming to Xbox One and Steam, yeah. uh, and also in collaboration with this announcement, they announced Marvel vs. Capcom Three Remastered, available on PS4 today. Xbox One, PC coming in March. <laughs> Guess what I'm playing right now. Is that so, what? Really? You bought it? Yep. That's, yep. How much did how much did it cost you? Twenty-five. Um, Twenty twenty quid. Yeah, that's a lot for I haven't at this got point the original. Life. Oh, you never played the original? Okay, sure. I, yeah, I played it, game. but I haven't got it. So I'm thinking, yeah, why not? Give it a go. And it's a lot more fun than I remember it being. It's a it's it's a fun game. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of a Kusoge sometimes, but uh, it's, it's it's it has its appeal for sure. So, it's not yeah, my style. They uh, they threw that out there. It's really weird that it's exclusive for that long. That's like a four month exclusive window. So this is this is a a two v two game instead of the the three man team. So is it going to play like Street Fighter Cross Tekken, where if one of your guys gets KO'd, that's that's the end of the match kind of thing? Or they haven't shown an actual match yet. So. Um, Marvel's Capcom has always had multiple characters, and it's never been that way. So I don't expect it to be. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll have more information quickly because that game's launching in 2017. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Destiny announced a new event. Oh God! For the holidays, it's a three-week event. It's got some Sparrow racing in there. You know the thing about that is that they showed that right after the whole wipeout. HD collection you're, you're thing. You're spoiling it. The, the wipeout came before the Destiny. Go in order, Ken. I don't have it in the order. <laughs> I don't have the fucking transcript. I'm reading them as I'm hey, seeing hey, them. Hey, hey, you, you should have, all right? But that's what I'm saying. It was funny because they have Sparrow Racing, and that's like poor man's wipeout racing. <laughs> and they have they came, it came right after the wipeout thing, so it's like, what? I don't... So, yeah, they're... They're, they're making a new wipeout? No. Uh... It's a, it's an HD <laughs> HD collection, HD three, collection three of three of the games. Oh, looks good though. 
Oh yeah, it's uh, Wipeout. I play the fuck out of it. I don't care. Fuck that. It's Wipeout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot trilogy. They showed gameplay. That looked good. It's called yeah, the. They, in- they're, they're putting in work in that man. I'm surprised. Yeah, A lot of effort. Insane trilogy. Well, Sony's paying for it because it's only coming to PS4 and Vita. So, of course, they're going to yeah. put money into it because somebody's paying them. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to go through here. I'm just kind of getting through it. Um, hold on. I gotta go back a page. Last of Us Two. Well, yeah, that's, oh, that, really? that was the closer. Yeah, yeah, the closer that, was, that was a, Last. That of was us, a big one. That was that was Drew's yeah. big announcement. I yeah. didn't know they even announced that. Yeah, uh, apparently. How did, you, how did you nod? You're on Twitter. Damn. I, I didn't pay attention. Dude, I've been playing Final Fantasy and hanging out with my girlfriend. I haven't paid attention to anything this Your weekend. Your girlfriend didn't tell you about the Last of Us two <laughs> being announced. I don't know if you. Should, I don't know if you should be in that relationship. Uh, maybe sound like a very healthy relationship to me. Maybe she knows that I hate the Last of Us, so we're good. Uh, that's, that's a very considerate of her. So, uh, yeah. But that trailer was awesome, by the way. I, I haven't seen it. Like I said, I was out and about, and I haven't caught up on all of the trailers yet. So I haven't seen that yet. You play as Ellie, and she's, what, yes. 19 now? That's what I've heard. So, uh, mm-hmm. Nino Kuni 2 was on stage, baby. Damn. Damn right. That game is coming out in 2017. Yeah. Well, I kind of figured that, but... I'm pretty excited. Gave it, that game looks gorgeous. And also, I think the most important thing that I took away is the fact that you have, like, regular party members now instead of fucking little sprites and stuff yeah, that I'm, you capture. I'm excited. I love Nino Cooney. It was such a good game. I've made it about three hours in, and I haven't played any more of it. Uh, we talked about it already, but uh, the PSX felt a lot like they were tugging at my PS1 nostalgia strings. Uh, Wipeout, Parappa... Crash Bandicoot, and then they announced um, Loco Roco and Patapon are also coming to PS4. Okay. So yeah, Patapon, especially, really an exceptional game. Yeah, Laura's well excited for that. Yeah. Uh, as uh, mentioned earlier, Jay talks about the Resident Evil 7 demo dropped. It's the final demo before the game launches. Uh, don't worry, I'm saving the one I'm going to rip apart for last, and I know John knows what I'm doing. Uh, Lara Croft Go is coming to PS4 <laughs> first. That launched the same... There, there was a lot of it's available now. Parappa Demo, uh, Lara Croft Go, uh, Mother Russia Bleeds also dropped. Uh, the Resident Evil 7 demo, um, Let It Die, which it we talked die, about yeah. earlier. That dropped immediately. Uh, they also announced uh, what is the Ease Collection. Is that what it was? Ease Origins. Ease Origins, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's coming to PS4 and Vita Great in game. 2017. Um, man, there was a lot. I mean, they were just firing one after the other, one after the other. The, the guy called it a lightning round, and I've never... You know, they, they always say that kind of thing. It's like, oh, we have so much stuff coming at you. It's a light. No, this guy was for real. Yeah. He just threw shit at us, like, one after the other. It was, it was nonstop. It was crazy. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, Street Fighter V uh, announced a new character pass. Uh, oh, starting, boy. Starting with Akuma on December 20th, and then five more characters that are all entirely new. Yep. Oh, really? Mm. There are no... Is that going to get anyone back on board? No. <laughs> yeah. And this is this that's coming from 
are the Capcom king of this uh, website. Well, Street Fighter King. Street Fighter. Oh, Street, all right, yeah, Street Fighter King. He doesn't and like you're any You're not other, interested? He doesn't like He's any other king, Capcom game. So. <laughs> I do like other Capcom not games. Not fighting games. He likes Monster Hunter. Yeah, I like games. Resident Evil. You don't like, I like, fight, you Mega don't like Man. fighting games. They don't make Mega Man. What are you talking about? Well, they used to. They don't make Mega Man anymore. All right, here the, we uh, go. But yeah, nah, I, I, like that's that's the thing that you just brought up. I don't have a fighting game anymore. Play Injustice with me, Drew. I'll play Injustice with you. I'll play the I'll play the Netherrealm games because they're just so fucking good. Yeah. You'll play Injustice with him, but you won't play Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue with me, Drew. Because that's messed up. I, I'll have a better up. chance at playing Injustice than I will playing Guilty Gear or something like that. That that style of game I can't I can't do. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Go, go, go. This go, is go. it. Yeah, well, this I don't know it. what it is. So, I blame the internet. Okay. I blame all of you fucking people who would not shut up. <laughs> they confirmed what? that the sequel to Knack is coming. Oh my god. Knack <laughs> 2 is coming because all you fuckers keep begging for it on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> You don't know that game is terrible. Wow! Electric Boogaloo. Did this? You're not fucking around. No, this was on stage at PlayStation Experience. It was sandwiched. Did they show it? Yes, there's a trailer. Did Mark Cerny have something to do with it? I wasn't watching, so I don't know if he developed it or he didn't. He he didn't come out on stage or anything like that. They just showed the trailer, so I don't Mm. know. Because you know he was the mastermind behind (sighs) that. Yeah, that's how he got introduced yeah, at the Game Awards, and I'm like, that's just, that, that's mean. Don't introduce yeah. him as the creator of Knack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he fucking designed one of the best-selling consoles of all time, the PS4. He, he also introduced him as that. But he also develops fucking Marble Madness. That motherfucker has better games on his resume than fucking Knack. Well, Knack 2 is going to be like your game of the Game of the Year 2017. That will be the funny thing if it turns out to, they've learned all their mistakes and it turns out to be awesome. I just hope that's the no, case. They, but... they did learn all their mistakes. They made a second one. The mistake was making the first one. <laughs> all right. Here's the thing. Max sucked because of how it played. I thought that the world and the characters were really cool, but the gameplay sucked. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking about just Knack. I'm talking about all the humans that were running around, too. He looks like a combination of fucking sand pebbles from the beach. and It's it's a bad game. Bad, bad game. I've never played it because of War of the Moth, and I didn't didn't know when the PS4 had launched, so I'll just take everyone's word for it. You're going to be reviewing it then, can you? No. Ken's already put in (laughs) the If if they send it to me, I'm going to put a return to Cinder on the package. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Ken. I'll keep an open mind. If they do, if we do get it for review, send it to me. Oh, God. That means I have to touch it. I don't want to touch it. Oh, my God. Oh, Shut my God. I'm kidding. I'm just, come on. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. It does blow my mind that they're making a sequel to that, though. I mean, that's the, that's the that first thing. That thing sold loads because it was a launch game. That thing sold a bucket load. Yeah, it was a bucket load of tears is what it came out of it. It might well be, but they're looking at the bottom line. And it is odd that they haven't listened to everyone who's ever played it. They're just looking at the bottom line. But still, you know, they've got money to burn. That was the that was the that was me taking the piss. 
out of the uh, Twitter feed when they announced that. I'm like, way to ruin a perfect show, Sony. It was Jesus perfect Christ. until you announced NAC 2. Did they show that Days Gone or whatever? Nope. They didn't show nope, really. No God of War either. No, it was all stuff coming out soon. That was the best part about that show. That is what they should have done, and that's the best thing about what they did. How about Horizon? No. Well, they, yeah, they did a trailer for yeah, Horizon. Yeah, they put a New trailer, trailer for it. Yeah. So, but that game's um, coming in three months. So. Oh, dude, there was a Danganronpa 3 trailer on the fucking main stage. It was amazing. Yeah, there was, really? there was a lot of yeah. Japanese stuff on the main stage. Persona? Was it Persona on the main stage? No, Persona wasn't no. on it. Okay. East was on it. Their Gravity Rush 2 uh, free DLC with Raven was on it. That, was, that looks awesome. Oh, so they had a, they had a Vita game. On the guy, the guy literally came out with a Vita in hand, and every time he would announce the game, he said, "It's coming to the PS4," and he would just kind of, kind of, kind of take the PS, uh, the PS Vita, hold it up, and said, "And the Vita," and that's how he did every announcement. Yeah, Gio, 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 loves his Vita. Well, the bigger it. thing is, is that Danganronpa Three is actually coming to PS4. Yeah, PS4 and Vita, yeah. Well, Fantastic. Yeah. And I'll be able to play it then. Vita so, yeah. is Vita's the system that they throw a bone to, and then all the all 12 of the Vita enthusiasts are like, yeah, the Vita's good. Hey, the, they also all, show... all 13 enthusiasts <laughs> can, okay? Don't try they, to they, undercut us. They also showed uh, or announced that two Yakuza games, including six, was yeah. coming to the West as well. Yep. You I mean, they were, they were so rocking. Exciting. They were like, that's exactly how you do a fan event. Like that was that was good. Good job. Yeah, that, I mean that's the thing. It was playing to the fans. It's good. it was impressive. It was impressive. Oh, it really oh, was. Oh, oh, what the fuck is Windjammers and why is everyone so excited <laughs> for it? Tell me. Yeah, you can blame Jeff Gersman for that. So Windjammers was also announced at the end of the show, and it's like this is just one of those things that has become like an internet meme kind of thing. So, Windjammers is an old Neo Geo game um, mm-hmm. where you throw discs back and forth at each other. It's it's actually a really good game. Don't 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 undercut it because of its memeness. But it's one of those games that's being made because a certain group of people are excited about it. It'll sell about a hundred thousand copies, at the best. But um, it'll probably cost very little to actually make. Yeah, it's it so. was the license that's going to cost the money, truthfully. Because nobody knows who that license belongs to, so they had yeah. to they had to go out and spend the money to figure out who owned it. But was but, but it an actual good game? Though, yes, yes, it's it's a it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's a solid game. It's it's a fun, okay. surprisingly deep um, versus game. It's 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 good. So, but it's it's like I said, it's going to sell like a hundred thousand copies and whatever. That's a, that's enough, man. That's a lot of copies for a fucking random ass game. Well, I love JRPGs that sold less than a hundred thousand. Yeah, but this one will sell because of the people pushing it. Okay, it's one of those things that everybody who listens to that podcast and follows them religiously, like they're Jesus, then they'll buy that game. <laughs> and it's yeah, I'm do you not think saying anyone follows us like Jesus? I hope not. If you do, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you buy it, it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not a good game. It is definitely a good game, but... It seems like a really good couch co-op game. Yeah. And for that, I would probably pick it up, because uh, the amount of fun I had with that mini game in Rayman... Uh, Rayman, that sounds like food. Rayman. Uh, with the, the football thing, that was that was cool. So. Yeah, and, and they good. added online play to this. That's the one thing they did add, so... 
I don't know. I'll buy it. I mean, I like Windjammers. It's a fun game. So, what else was there? Was there anything else of note other than um, there was a few like indie stuff? Like there's a game called Vane that was looked kind of very stylistic, but not don't really know what it's about. That looked quite cool. Yeah, I didn't see the trailer for that. So, no, people weren't talking about that. Like new stuff, people weren't talking about. It's kind of weird. No. Hmm. It was a good hour show, like tight, fast, one after the other, lots of good stuff in there. PlayStation 4 has a very bright 2017, and I tweeted yep. it afterwards. This is exactly what competition does. Xbox been kicking their ass for the last few months. This is what they answer. Good job. Good stuff. Good. I'm excited. 2017 looks really good for PS4, for sure. Yes, it does. Now Microsoft's turn. Your turn, boys. Do they have a Do they have an equivalent to the PSX for Microsoft? No, but they should. They used to. They used to have an event called XO whatever, so like XO5, XO6, mm-hmm. but they stopped doing that. They should start doing that again. I reckon that's a distinct possibility with the amount of hype that the PSX gets and Sony doesn't skimp on that event. And not only is it you know they have the keynote where a lot of this stuff is announced, but they do panels and um uh, and they really get the fans involved. I think mm-hmm. it would be wouldn't be surprising if next year Microsoft have something similar, and mm. things like the uh, the uh, Gamescom will probably suffer because of it. I just I think it's a good thing to do, especially since Microsoft's launching new hardware next year. They got a bunch of big tier games that got delayed that are going to be huge in 2017. Crackdown, Crackdown, Ooh, scale, crackdown, Scalebound, Scalebound. You know, there's does, probably does Crackdown. Does Crackdown really exist? I know Scalebound does, but Crackdown, I haven't heard anything. Apparently, it, it does. I mean, Spencer's tweeted that it is still happening, and okay. I think that's going to be probably one of those games that comes to launch when the the Scorpio comes out. It'll be playable on both, but that's the sort of game you think they'd, you know, 4K visuals and all of that stuff. That's a very bright and vibrant game. So I think that's kind of, I think that's when we'll hear more, is when we hear more about the Scorpio. Yep, same with Sea of Thieves. Don't forget that game's coming out in 2017. Mm. I mean, there's, they've got a lot, and I'm sure there's a lot they haven't shown. So get that event out there, man. Do Do what they're doing. Bring it. Oh, and for the record, a GT Sport is looking better every time I see more of it. They show more, and it looks a little bit better. Fingers crossed that turns out to be okay. A car game that looks really good. What a surprise. Well, you, it's, <laughs> come on, Come man. on. It's, we're talking about the GT Legacy here. Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. The those GT games Legacy always have looked amazing. They've kind of shit on they, Yes. Uh, they, admittedly, it hasn't been trekked with the, the greatest of care, but those games have that legacy, and over the years, they've lost the edge from... Uh, games like Forza that have just, you know, not only are a regular release, but have moved the genre leaps and bounds, uh, GT Sports got a lot to live up to. All Hopefully, right. we could. Let's go. Emails. We got a lot of them. Uh, first one comes in from Adam. He says, funny how life works. In the first five minutes of last week's show, you talked about all the shit I'm currently doing. I went to watch some Supernatural on Netflix on the weekend while my partner binged Gilmore Girls. But to my horror, it has been removed from the New Zealand Netflix. Uh Uh-oh. I I guess there is a limit of how much Jared can be on Netflix. He's one hell of a man. (laughs) So I started to research this Plex thing, and Drew brought it up just as I did. So, 
Can you give a brief overview of how it works? Because I need me some supernatural. Plex? Uh, I think he thinks that uh, that was actually me that brought up Plex. Oh, okay. Uh, but Plex is a media server that you put on your computer. Um, and then it allows you to stream to pretty much any device in your house. Uh, I know the PlayStation 4 has an app, the PlayStation 3 has an app, the Xbox One has an app. Uh, and it literally, you just you just install it on your PC, uh, it puts a server on there, then you can log into that server and tell it which folder to look into for your video files. And it will... Uh, like kind of archive and library all of that stuff and then you can just stream it to the app it's it's pretty wonderful uh, it's an awesome map and also this week um you used to have to pay a pex plex pass in order to um stream certain well to certain devices they've removed that so it's now completely free yep. i use plex all the time where you get your files that's your business <laughs> yeah we can't i yep. that so but yeah, if like you rip your DVDs or whatever to the to the library, then it'll pretty much play any any file format. Will stream. Yeah, is... yeah, because it converts on the it converts on the the your computer and just sends it. So it's it's very clever. Yeah, it's it's very smooth and um, it, it runs really well over my Wi-Fi. So uh, next email comes in from. Uh, Chad, I was trying to get his name, not his email address. Uh, he says, Gentlemen, by the suggestion of Dustin, who is uh, Dals- Dalsk on Twitter, I hereby decree December 7th as Video Game Remembrance Day in honor of the non-existent episode 12.7 of Phoenix. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I started the Xenogears revival movement back in intermission number 15. You're welcome. Uh, in the spirit of Video Game Remembrance Day, we give homage to those unfortunate titles that could not be revived by a Phoenix Down, a Phoenix Tuft, nor even, a F- I'm sorry, a Phoenix Pinion, a Phoenix Tuft, or nor even a Phoenix Down. Forgive Drew of these transgressions, for he knows not what he was, he, for he knows not what he has wrought, leaving us so unsatisfied. For whom amongst us is not guilty of this sin? Fucking hell. I prithee. Cast the first stone. <laughs> Instead, let us insight Drew to find the stamina necessary to reach a satisfying climax to these games we hold so dearly. Now, if you what will, are you what, what's that all on about? Hold on, this is biblical, so that's probably why you don't get it. John. Uh, yeah, now, if okay. you will, please join me in a short prayer. Yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of games, I shall fear no backlog. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done. Thy kingdom of Amalur come, these games will be done. <laughs> 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 through, <laughs> through practice or by the guiding light of game facts, get good. Amen. <laughs> get good. Uh, <laughs> P.S. Don't be pissed, Drew. It's just too much fun busting your balls. Ah, yeah, I know. PPS, there is no connection between buffalo chicken pizza and blowjobs. They are just a couple of random things I enjoy in life and thought I would share. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Come hell. That that was an amazing email, by the way. That was cracking up the whole time. (laughs) 12, December 7th, Memorial Day. 
Okay. I don't get the reference. Am I being thick? Um, uh, you know about the whole Xenogears thing back in the day? Uh, no. No, okay. Uh, Drew, why don't you explain it to him since you're the culprit? So, um, years ago, uh, two, I think it was about two years ago, uh, me, uh, Jason, no less, people don't know this, but... Uh, as in as in Gambus. Gambus Khan, me, Jason, and Matt jumped on Phoenix Down to play through Xenogears, which is a very long RPG made by Squaresoft uh, for the PlayStation 1. And Jason dropped out relatively early. <laughs> of course. Uh, and Matt and I kept going. Um, and we made it to a, the point where basically the game kind of changes. Or I did. Uh, See, so like, it, it's a standard RPG, you know, kind of open world, go where you want to kind of thing. But then eventually you, you go to the storyline kind of thing. But when you get to the second disc or third, I can't remember what disc it is. But second. when you get when you get to the second disc, the game becomes kind of like a storybook, where you're just watching a bunch of cutscenes and then doing boss fights and stuff like that. Uh, and that's the remainder of the game. Hmm. Well, I made it to that part, but before that, there's a big boss fight you have to do, and Matt couldn't beat that boss fight. So he was kind of just stuck, and he's like, "I either I go back and lose two hours of progress and grind for an hour, or we just stop." And we were already six episodes in; it was like a two-month kind of ordeal. Jeez! And we were just like, "You know what? Let's just retire this game." Uh, so we did. Ah! And ever since then, the internet has shit on me <laughs> for not finishing fucking Xeno games. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, okay. And is the episode was the episode twelve seven? Yes, yeah. it was supposed yeah, to be episode twelve point seven, and it never uh, happened. Twelve point seven is, a, is the term. well. Forgive my ignorance, but yeah, that email's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> oh, it's the select people on the internet who listen to our show who constantly say, "When are you going to finish Xeno Gears?" And I'm like, "I'm not." They'll stop <laughs> asking. No, they're not going to stop asking when I'm on. They're not no, gonna stop. Next time I'm on, I'll put Xeno Xeno Gears in my choice. No, you won't, <laughs> because they will all vote for that. Oh, John, you found the loophole. Do it, because I, I I want to do it. But you wouldn't let you do it. This is hilarious. I anyway. tell you what. I, I tell you what. It's my fucking show, and I'm doing what I want. On it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got veto power. That's right. Oh, sorry. I, I'm choking up here. Well, it continues. I just sent you guys an image. This comes from Eeyore Kara. I will put oh, this. God. I will put this in Have the show look. notes. Um, <laughs> he says, "Hey, yo, it's Eeyore Kara. I have a Samsung." <laughs> Thanks, Eeyore. <laughs> I'm gonna choke to death. Uh, following last week. Uh, following last week's episode about true talking about this pigeon game, man, really made me want to play this game. However, sadly for Drew, it has created the second ZTGD meme to take on the world. And I sent the picture. It's a picture yes. from Home Alone. Home Alone 2 with mm-hmm. the pigeon lady, and he superimposed my face on the hers. <laughs> of course, good job, to be fair. While holding a... The carton of prostate milk. Prostate milk. Prostate. And the Jay's missing picture is on it. And I'm talking to Kevin McAllister and asking, is it Japanese? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What, is it Japanese? It's because the game wasn't Japanese. Oh. Yeah. 
This is pretty yep. good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got an image for the Xeno Gears. Oh god damn it! <laughs> oh man, it's three megs. I, hopefully, this will upload wow. to the Twitter. Um, <laughs> the email came from from Chad. He says, "Tribe called Quest's tribute to Faye Wong Wong for video game Remembrance Day." Let me see if I can add. Do I have to put these all in the show notes? Because otherwise, they're not funny. There you go. Yeah, you have, to, you have to put them in there. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, yeah. We need uh, to stop laughing at photos that no one can see at the moment. Yeah, so I'll put these in the show notes when I put them up. Uh, next email comes from Jeff. It says, hey, all. I haven't picked up Final Fantasy 15 yet, but I was wondering, does, uh, I'm assuming Cindy... Still sound like Paula Dean. I had to switch to the Japanese dub for the demo because of her alone, which brings me to my main question. Has there ever been a choice of voice which makes you mute the TV or even worse, stop playing the game? I never finished the original Xeno Gears because of the voice. <laughs> God, neither did Drew. <laughs> um, the same thing with Transistor. Has there ever been a game that got on your nerves that bad? What would be your pick for one of the worst voice acting casting jobs? Um, Steve Burnside from Code Veronica. <laughs> the father! Yeah, I remember. Hey, what you follow me around? That fucking guy. I'm so glad he died. Oh, wow. Spoilers. Spoilers. Wow. <laughs> okay, Coveronica is fucking old. <laughs> it is. It is old. Um, there's a game on the Wii, an RPG game called Arc Rise Fantasia. Mm-hmm. I've heard and, of that game, and that game is actually good. The gameplay, the characters are neat. There's some really cool things about it, but the voice acting is one of the worst of all time, like conceived. Just listen to just YouTube Arc Rise Fantasia voice acting. And you'll see what I'm talking about, and you'll laugh your ass off. There's there's a clip from one of the Dynasty Warriors that is absolutely fucking fantastic. I gotta find it. Well, it's not gonna help on here. I know, but I just I want to send it to you because it's fucking hilarious. Well, if uh, the only one I can think of, and it's probably because it's so recent in my brain, is the fucking little thing from Final, World of Final Fantasy that says the <laughs> the all the time. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. like that. Did you change this to Japanese? No, but I'm about to. Well, um, in a similar vein, I think the the character voice that gets on my nerves the most was that was it Vanille Vanel from Vanille. Final Fantasy Thirteen. The she had like an Australian that her voice just grated on me. Didn't like her at all. I thought it was Vanille because I thought you were going to say Venereal, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, I think it's Vanille or Vanel or something like that. Yeah, you might but as well she be was, called she was, <laughs> yeah. I she, that she was horrendous. Uh, Not that the acting was bad, it was just that uh, voice got on my nerves. Of course it's the yellow turbans, Drew. Of course it is. Yeah. Just, just click on it. It's only a 10-second clip. I can't click on it. I'm in the middle of recording a goddamn podcast, okay? If you could, if you could get that in there, it's hilarious. I don't... I, okay, I'll There's, play. There, you're going to actually have to put in notes and stuff. Oh, it's it's, it's playing now. It's recording. Be quiet. the power of my magic! <laughs> <laughs> nope, didn't hear that at all. Oh my god! Well, we didn't hear, but the uh, the podcast recorded it, right? The po- yeah, the podcast recorded is okay, like, let's... "Do you feel the power of my magic?" <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh, next email comes from Daryl. Not Walking Dead, Daryl. Okay. Uh, Norman Fetus. Uh, what's weird is he signed it, Evil Calvin, but says it's from... Da- okay. Hello, guys. Long time. Yada, yada, yada. I was just listening to the recent podcast about the guy that was upset that his gaming habits will be changing, and before you know it, it uh, he'll be a grandpa. Well, I had to write in, as I have a very different take on the situation. By the way, the name of this email is, I have a kid, my gaming is over. Okay. Uh, see, not everyone chooses to pop out a bunch of kids and go on with the usual family stuff. I've been married for 20 years, and my wife and I chose not to have kids. Uh, the doomsday gaming scenario has actually been different for me. I found that I actually had less time in my late teens and early 20s, as I was juggling school as well as a job and had a very limited income. Uh, there was very little time for money or uh, or money for gaming. Now that I'm older and have a full-time job with no kids, I have much more time, much more money and time to play games. I still have family responsibilities such as owning a house, caring for ailing parents and such, but I also have more time for biking, traveling, eating out, and other fun stuff with my wife. I hear all of the time about once you get older, responsibilities kick in with the kids uh, and financial issues, but there are plenty of people out there where it's not quite that way. I've been a gamer for over 30 years, and I'm having a blast. Excuse me as I have to go hunt dragons in Skyrim Remastered. Yes, I bought it again. Then go finish up Mafia 3 and Watch Dogs 2, and then finally really dive into Final Fantasy 15. Till next time. See? It's not all dim and gloom. No. Yeah, thank you for the insight. That's interesting. All right. We all come from different walks of life. We do. This is a long email. Let's get through it. Doc Wig. Since this email. Oh, this says, is a new one. What up, gang? It's Doc Wiggins again. Uh, been a while since uh, my go at this, so I apologize for the length. That's what she, that's what he said. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Alrighty uh, then. Now on to my first order of business. I have heard a lot of people say they were not fond uh, on the supporting characters in Watch Dogs 2. Uh, I picked uh, I picked the game up a few days after launch, got the pre-order bonus uh, without having to pre-order. Shout out to the store manager at my local GameStop. Anyway, I played through the entirety of the campaign in a few days, and I honestly liked it a lot. The gameplay was fun and engaging, the story was good, and I thought the characters were well done. Wrench was the best by far. Damn right he was. Uh, the humor I thought was well done, and the villain was just really good. First time I've liked uh, an, a Yubi game that much. Moving right along, I got the Platinum and Far Cry Primal. First and only one so far. That's all the attention that needs. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, I picked up World of Final Fantasy, and I'm liking it. About halfway through the campaign so far, and I'm digging. And I'm digging it. PlayStation has some real good sales in the first couple of months. Picked up Arcadia, the whole kit, and Caboodle for 3 bucks. Uh, about all that game is worth. But to be fair, for $3, I'm liking it. Uh, also picked up Alien Isolation and Outlast with the DLC for about 16 total, if I remember correctly. But don't quote me on that, because, well, I'm sure you can guess it's weed. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm connecting the dots, and the dots are not there. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> okay. Pac-Man ate them all. Anyway, Dishonored 2, fantastic. Almost done with playthrough 1. Playing as Corvo, and goddamn, is that game good. May I say, how does that Crash Remaster look? And lastly, but certainly not least, I went out yesterday and picked up Final Fantasy XV. I walk into my local GameStop, and my homie is there. 
He looks at me and asks if I'm there to pick up Final Fantasy. I said, hell yeah, and he tells me he saved a copy of the Deluxe Collector's Edition in all its metal-cased glory, and asks if I want that copy. I replied, does the Pope take holy shits? <laughs> this is the email is cracking me up for some reason. He then said he'd save me a copy of the Collector's Edition Guide and ask if I wanted that. I said, of course. Long story short, I think we, the, the, the message is long story long. Um, <laughs> I traded in about five or six games, and the whole deal wound up costing $3 out of pocket. Let me say it again. Shout out to the store manager of my local GameStop. Dude is an animal. So He's I'm, a good salesman. That's what he is. Yeah, good salesman. Good salesman. That wasn't the last copy of either of those buggies. He didn't save them for you. They got loads of them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing through that. And now story time. Feel free to read this on the air as my testament to the legends you guys are and the savagery I get myself into or just enjoy it yourselves as our memento of what people can accomplish when we work together. Okay. P.S. Please email me your thoughts on this. I swear on my grandmother's grave this is 100% true. You want me to read this? Do it. Uh, do it. Is it wait, hold on. Is it like really person, like terribly personal and explicit? Uh... I'm trying. I'm just kind of digging through it. Yeah, maybe you should have read this first. Well, he I said, just, feel free. Just, fuck it. Drew, you want to hear it? I'll, I'll read it to sure. you. Sure. Right. So I'm hanging out with this girl. We'll call her Amy. And her friend, we'll call her Kathy. God damn it. I should have read this. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're in a car heading to see a friend of Kathy's who's in prison. Or at least okay. the plan was for Amy and I to bang in our hotel while Kathy went to see her friend. Okay. All right. Anyway, we're on our way to a prison in upstate New York. I'm driving Amy's car. She's in the passenger seat, and Kathy is in the back. We stop at a day's inn or holiday inn or some shit. There's an eye home. There's an alarm clock. Kathy is in our room because we're sharing a room. Anyway, the lights are off. Amy and I are making out in one bed. Oh, God damn it. Kathy is in the other. Amy says, put some music on. So I put my, put my speakers Kathy turns on the light. There I am between two beds, stark ass naked, sporting a boner that I could beat somebody over the head with. <laughs> and she goes, is this in 4G? I said, yeah. And she started talking about the show. So being the sly devil I am, seeing an opportunity, I indulged her and kept talking. Eventually one thing to a, led to another. And I rode the tricycle, gentlemen. All thanks to this fucking show. <laughs> You had sex to our show. I feel, I feel quite uncomfortable, man. Oh, you know, you know, four hundred and fifty-four episodes into this, this is the first. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys joke about nobody listening, but don't ever forget you were responsible for one lucky young young man to have his first threesome. Okay, first off, the woman knew the who we were. That's weird. That blows my mind. I think there's only one female listener that I know of that we have. Um, he says, thanks. I can't, I can't believe she actually likes us. Uh, thank you, all of you, Ken, Drew, John, Wombat, Gambus, and yes, even you, little Jay. You guys gave me why a memory. I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> I take the best. <laughs> <laughs> you on the head. Good job, little this Jay. Is, at least he didn't beat you over the head with his boner, I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Jones. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh. I'll cherish forever. 
So with that being said, you guys are great. I promise the next email won't be so long. I can't wait to hear some of the picks for Game of the Year. Until then, keep fighting the good fight! Well, well, thank you for that. I, I, this, it's, it's <laughs> overwhelming to hear that something that you're a part of has facilitated in some guy being a part of a threesome. Uh, sure. That's something that I never imagined for myself in any facet of my life. And now I suddenly I can't stop imagining it. Thanks. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> pretty amazing. Great. Now John's pretty incredible. Gonna, John's going to be doing other things while the show's going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got to go, boys. Yeah, uh, his pass is already off, so I don't know. This next email comes from Sam. It's titled, <laughs> I have a Samsung. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Drew, you have to recognize how funny that was. Uh, you remember the context, right? Uh, yeah. Shit. We were talking about television and then how uh, Ken's televisions of Samsung has been really working well. And then you pop in out of nowhere saying, I have a Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, you didn't follow up with anything. You were just making a statement, Drew. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I just find it funny that I'm always the fucker that turns into a meme around here. <laughs> You do it to yourself. No, no, it's it's because Gambus isn't here anymore. He used to be the only well, that's me. That's true. Yeah. You know he, was that. Original... he was. Uh, he says, thanks, Ryan, for the recommendation. I now have two KS8000s, one 65-inch for the living room and one 55-inch for my game. Dude, buy me one. Uh, I was going to say, you got way too much money. Uh, those displays are gorgeous, by the way. Cannot recommend enough. My only complaint is the pegs slash stands need a very wide piece of furniture to put the TV on. It's Jay- 65 fucking inches, yeah! <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> no, she said, turn on the light, let's have a threesome. That's what she said. I'm going to put on this podcast first, though. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you bastard. That Drew's voice really gets me wet. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, that's not <laughs> you what You have I to go at the other level, huh, Drew? I had to you keep going. Stop. Fuck it. Okay. This he, is the show, man. He just puts it on a loop. I have a Samsung. I have a Samsung. Take off your bra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hypnotic effect. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Jay, you bastard. Same. You sold me on Steins Gate in that single spiel yes. on last week's episode. Yes. Started the anime immediately and picking up the game as soon as I'm done. Thanks, dude. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. It's been damn near a decade. I'm loving it. Has lived up. To, uh, has it lived up to your personal expectations? And does anyone else love fishing? I can't stop. It's too much for me. Fishing is it's, actually pretty fun in that game. It's, yeah. it's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your guys' favorite announcements out of PSX? Do you think Naughty Dog are wearing are wearing themselves thin? Well, to technically, Last of Us is their next game. There's only one they've we know about that they've got in production. So. Well, the DLC. Yeah, but that's chances that's are done, that was it? done a while ago. So it's not as if that's going to really break them, is it? So I don't know. And once I mean that that's probably going to be out very very soon, and but they'll have plenty of time to work on uh, part isn't two. It, isn't it incredible that a third party uh, developer can? Open and close a show of a PSX caliber. Though that's incredible. Like, how dogs, good do you have to be? Naughty Dog's not third party. No, they're first party. Oh yeah, first party. Oh, whichever. Uh, but like one developer whichever. closing and opening a show by themselves with the yeah. two properties that they own. I don't think that's ever been done. Like, I, you know, it's impressive. Of, like, but Nintendo. Yeah. Naughty Dog are impressive. It's as simple yeah. as that. 
That's, they, they're on their own uh, little caliber there. Almost like Rockstar caliber. Yeah. All right. Last email. Whew, told you there was a lot. Oh, Dustin writes in, this email's called Divinity. Hey, guys, I just wanted to share that after a year of playing online co-op with my cousin, we finally completely, uh, we finally completed Divi- Divinity Original Sin. Uh, it's such a great game, but then falls apart right at the end where you're blocked by a door that requires you to have a certain amount of star stones and there's no way to see which ones you've missed. Oh, that's, that's a bummer. Uh, so after a few hours of backtracking, we finally found them, proceeded to the end to navigate some convoluted dialogue, but managed to get to the boss and kill it. Great game, almost absolutely ruined by the end game, but I'm glad we beat it. I just felt that I had to share our struggle. What is the longest game you guys have played over time till you beat it, excluding MMOs and multiplayer only? I normally get bored, and just if I can't get I just stop, stop, stop playing it. Final Fantasy yeah, VII, I mean, baby. I, I was about to say, like, do you, do you mean the longest game I've played or, like, the longest period of time I played a game and then stopped and then came back to it. Mm. It's the best case, Assassin's Creed. Because I bought that game when it first came out and got about almost three-fourths of the way done with it, stopped, and then came back four years later and beat it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you pick up right at where you left off and then yes. beat it? Yes. Wow. You talk nice. about a fucking okay. nightmare. Then that one's easy, Blue Dragon. Blue, fucking, <laughs> yeah, Blue Dragon's another one. <laughs> This is the beginning. Chicken it, steak uh, pork, now. Is it chicken sandwich? Chicken steak? Chicken steak. Chicken steak. Chick- yeah, okay, chicken steak, yeah. We got chicken steak now. Uh, that's difficult. I, got, I have to think about my backlogs and the things that I've beaten over time. But if you're talking about like the longest game that I played to completion would be like like the Monster Hunter games. I, I spend like 80, 90 hours on before I beat the game because I'm doing all this side stuff. So I spend a ton of time doing that. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of as RPGs. It's just a long ass RPG. Legend of Dragoon. I know I easily put a hundred hours in that game. Well, that's that's a lot of hours for that game. That's the long fucking game. Yeah, I was I was well over a hundred for Final Fantasy VII because I did er thing. I did too. Well, I I'm technically it's Final Fantasy VII because I got about sixty to seventy hours deep and my PlayStation memory card corrupted. And I had to start again. Yeah, I so had that. I had that, that same was issue. Horrid. I just, I could have cried, but I did it. You know, technology, baby. All right, I, yeah, uh, go, ahead, do it. go ahead, go ahead. Oh, but basically, I had the same issue, but I had it with actually Xenogears. Night. I'm not even joking. I had the same issue with Xenogears. I got to the last dungeon of the final boss, and my bootleg stupid. Video, I mean, a memory card that was supposed to hold like four times the amount of memory, <laughs> but it was one of those bootleg asshole ones. But I didn't know; I was young. I used those, and then it died, and I had to play Xeno Gears from the beginning again and beat it again. So I'm, I'm just saying, Drew, it's possible to start over from the beginning and beat Xeno Gears again. <laughs> okay, an, an, an anecdotal story, but it's possible. Leave him alone. Should, maybe you should do it. You know, this has right been now. a. I don't is... want to go back and play Xeno Gears. <laughs> You don't. You don't want to, but you have to. No, uh, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Free will, baby. Uh, this is hilarious. Yeah. All right, let's get to these tweets. This is a long show. We knew it would be, but uh, uh, Chad says Final Fantasy 15 has its hooks in me. I'm watching the internet like a soccer mom watch news coverage post 9/11 attacks. Damn. You know that's actually a really good analogy. He says I keep watching even though all the news remains the same. Yeah. Uh, we had an exchange with Mookie about him playing Final Fantasy XV early. 
Uh, Adam says, John is right. No Man's Sky developer should have said something. Okay. And his hashtag is Butterside Down J. <laughs> Butterside Down? That's, uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Can you explain that? Well, it's because it sounds like Butterside J. Is... Oh, that's cute. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I got funny. you. I got you. Now. Yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was confused too. I was like, is he a cat? Does he always land on his feet? Okay. Uh, Mookie says, you know, Final Fantasy 15 would look a lot better on PC. I mean, this is true. That's going to come, isn't it? Uh, God damn it. Uh, Carlton says, acknowledge Galaxy on Fire 2. Best iOS game I've played. If you like Elite Dangerous, you should check it out. Well, that's a while back game, right there. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, iOS as well. So. Uh, Mookie did ask if we were going to do the usual drunk recording as you guys watch the VG Awards this year. Uh, no, we did not. No, we didn't. Uh, he also says, God damn it, but I'm done with first-person shooters. And then he links to a Steam game, Space Hawk. That one is coming out. Looks good. I was kind of done with it and then played a bit of Timefall. Um... He also linked us to Dan the Man game. He says, yes, once a viral YouTube video, now a game. Check it out. Uh, Mookie says, God, I wish I'd be able to play Gears of War 4 on Windows 10 this weekend. Can I team up with anyone from the show? Well, the weekend's almost over, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But I I have it on PC. I'd have played with you. Um, What the fuck is this? Blue Apple Blue says, congrats on the marriage. Who's, who got married? Maybe he's talking about the guy who wrote in on the email. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't specify. He says, is this the first time he got married? Is the wife a gamer? What type of gamer? Mobile, WoW, or hardcore? Is she not a gamer? Will he introduce? Dude, these are questions. On... Oh, he's talking about Mookie. Oh. Oh, uh, he's not got married yet, though, is he? He's getting married. He's, he's getting he's married. engaged. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting married. Okay. Um, will Mookie share his PC console with his wife? No, he keeps it for himself. Of course he does. <laughs> you don't. You don't share your PC with your loved one because yeah, they will no longer be now. your loved ones no, afterwards. Christ, clear history. Clear history. Clear history. You gotta buy two. You gotta buy. It's, two it's not even about to clear the history. It's like if you're if you're technically sophisticated in some level and the other person is not, that will fuck up your system. Yeah. You don't in want them going five hours. There. Yeah. Computer. Yeah. What's this button do? No. Buy her a laptop. Okay, it's fine. She'll love it. This is just, not. Just this is not that. a sexist conversation at all. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Oh no, it could work either way. We're, we're talking about killing, uh, keeping a relationship healthy. I would so. never give John any piece of my technology. I just say that out loud. <laughs> Uh, HD 8-Bit says, that moment on Tuesday when I realized Phoenix Down is a Final Fantasy reference. <laughs> oh my <Really>? god. <laughs> the last one crosses the finish line. Oh, yeah. You know, we revive games. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the description itself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Mookie says, seeing most of the announcements from PSX kind of took me back to my good old PS1 gaming times. You know, we forgot something, and he tweets us mm. about it. I'm glad what? he mentioned nope. it. Ace Combat 7, baby! Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Did, Fuck did, off. Wasn't that already announced, though? No. Yeah, it was. For Shut PlayStation up. VR? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was announced, yeah. Yeah. 
Masura feels like yeah. Ace Combat 5 to me. Really hope this is the one. Me too. Alright, this next tweet... Never liked those games. I'm just going to tell you right up front, I don't like you for this next tweet. Uh, Dustin writes in and says, Knack 2, bitches. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I can't wait for that game. Oh, God. Uh, so many games I want. Nino Kuni 2, Neo, oh, yeah. Nier, The Last oh, of Us Neo. looks great, too. Oh, Nier's soon as well, isn't it? Nier's yeah. getting a demo real soon. Oh, yeah, they said in the next week or two. Yeah. Uh, I can't get enough of Final Fantasy 15. It's probably my uh, my game of the year. Best part is listening to older soundtracks while cruising around. I 100% That's quite cool. agree. That's like one of That's my cool. favorite parts of that whole game. That's really cool, yeah. Um, Although you do have to scroll through all the J Monster 5 stupid... No, you don't. Just hold, down, oh, don't you? just hold down on the D-pad. It skips albums. Yeah, no, it doesn't it tell you that in the game, does it? No, it doesn't. That game doesn't tell you a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's the Dark Souls like, you, of Final Fantasy. Do you know Fantasies. that if you run out of stamina and you click the, uh, the run button again, you automatically start running again? Yeah, you refresh nope. it. It's like, it's like active stamina reload. It's funny. Yeah, like I Brilliant. said, it's the Dark Souls of Final Fantasy. Let's, let's go. Uh, Chandler says, Chocobo spent five hours already only playing with Chocobos. Final Fantasy Fifteen is life. Ranch Doritos and Emo Boy Band. Why are you pronouncing chocobos that way, Ken? That's I how swear I pronounce yeah, it. Over this before. Stop it's it. Chocobos. I can pronounce it any Stop way it. I want. This is America. Stop it. I'm going to do it from now on just to make you angry. It's For chocobos. educational purposes, stop perpetuating the wrong pronunciation of it. Chocobos. I, I, like, it. I like chocobos. No. Ken, what is the name of Link's horse? Epona. Epona, yeah. Epona? No, Epona. Epona. I always thought it was Epina. Oh my god, you're just as bad. Fuck you, bud. You always thought it was epinephrine, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, Dustin comes back and says, Finished up Fire Emblem Birthright. Talk about way easier than Conquest now. I just have revelations. This game is too damn big. That's uh, three games. He also says, VGA's been getting better with each year, but it could be cut by an hour. Less music, more rewards. I don't. I'm it not does gonna, seem. I'm not going to talk about that music. Um, it does seem weird. I mean, how, the music should have been at the end. That's a given. Um, and also, two of those. I didn't even. There was a that rap guy. No idea who that was. Yes, um, I'm not saying it. I got. I got shit on Twitter for that. Really. <laughs> Jesus. You get that, shit on that, Twitter for everything. Can you? I do. I do. That the music, uh, the the music wasn't the best part, and it was in the wrong places. So. Uh, he also says also about the VGAs. It's so dumb. Final Fantasy, Last Guardian, and Dead Rising get snubbed for being late releases. Have the show in January or February. Hundred percent agree with all of that. Those games get not only do those games get snubbed, but they won't be in the running next year. No, because people... they have to come out from the well. They have to come out from the first of January, don't they? No, it just they'll be forgotten by then. So. Uh, I think fifteen is going to be there because it's such a big name. It's one of the best. A year is a long time. A year is a long. You're, you're right, but I, I think it'll still make it there. I don't know. But I you're mean, right. Blood and Wine DLC. You know that one. <laughs> yeah. God, DLC. That I did not real RPG games. Oh. I did not agree with that at all. Not the saying that the Blood and Wine isn't a fantastic bit of DLC, but it's DLC. The Witcher came out in 2015. That was unfair. So, and, and I, I do agree with uh, the whole. 
you know, here are six awards that we're going to give away in 30 seconds, but also here's a five-minute rap song about bags of dicks. Get your, mm, get your yeah. priorities straight, seriously. You want to celebrate games, fine. I don't need a bag of dicks to do that. So Did they really rap uh, about a bag of dicks? Yeah, they did. He rapped about his, I think, I believe his actual lyrics was, I'm a bag of dicks, put me to your lips. Yeah. So that's the kind of that's the kind of lyrics that you want uh, yeah. representing can, the gaming industry. I can deal with the the ads. The ads are a necessary evil because that thing doesn't pay for itself. Um, but yeah, there's some weird choices about the awards that were given out, who they were given out to, and yeah, that as you say, the crappy music that took way too long, uh, where they could have. Done uh, you know a couple more awards. It's it's weird, but you know, hey ho. Uh, we're the, not Keely. Yeah, that's true, but like the Doom performance was fucking off the chain. It was but amazing. That, yeah, but that's that's on point. That is on point. That is a that's original uh, music game. for that game. Yeah. So and well, you know and whether or not you like, end. whether or not you like that kind of music, that's that's neither here nor there. But it, it was real. And some people argued like you know the Black Beetle song. I guess was in a game. It's in Watch Dogs too. But like that's just a licensed no, track. No. That's not yeah. original music, you know. I, I I know people don't appreciate video game music as much as I do. Like I love this stuff. Like half of my like MP3 players like video game music, and so I have mine. different play- yeah. And I love it, and I adore video game music because it harkens not only to the games themselves, but there's like an emotional emotional connection, you know. Yeah, you'll you hear that rise to them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. We have so much to celebrate, so many amazing soundtracks to to avail ourselves of a live performance. Just think about like, how effective that God of War opening was at the uh, E3 when they started mm. opening up with this you know, like, really rising orchestral soundtrack. And they did the whole show basically with a live orchestra and how effective that was. Why can't they understand these things? Like gaming, gaming music is amazing. We should be celebrating it more. We should have was- more live performances of that. There wasn't even a video game soundtrack award, was there? Yeah, um, uh, Doom there was. One. There was Doom one. Yeah, I think Doom one. Yeah, Doom one. That one. I didn't. Even, I don't. Remember. That must have been one that was sort of brushed under the. Yeah, know, yeah. But... Those things were those. They be, they come back from the break and they just like rattle out three more awards that they just gave. Well, out. I think they announced... mobile game went to like Pokemon Go instead and of. How like, the hell do they? Game. How do the hell do they bag together? Best mobile game, best handheld. That's that's wrong. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. It's been that for way sure. for the past couple of years. It it has, and it hasn't been rectified. That means they're not learning from their mistakes. Because I mean, it's, it's hard to yeah. take them seriously in that regard, right? Like, yeah. And also, what the fuck is best direction? What does that even mean? Like, what it, what does that specify? Like, and best no offense, concept, Overwatch best... should not have won that. Overwatch well, I don't. Won that's the thing. I don't know direction. what that means. Yeah. What what does that qualify? What what's the criteria criteria to be qualified to be in that category? Because they gave it to a studio. So is it best innovations? Best like they don't tell you what these actual categories are and why they're winning. They just say out the name and then they just go on with it. And I get the idea that uh, films is the same thing, but for films, well, the no, categories with, have been established already. With and clear with the Oscars, a lot of the time they will actually have a little stint in beforehand saying. You know the uh, art direction is, based, you know, this is what it is, and they'll then go into the uh, go into the nominees. You're right; they should have kind of at least an idea because, to me, when someone says best game direction, it 
I take it as the same as a best film direction. Somebody was a director of that game. They put all of the pieces together, you know, created their vision through the help of all of the team, the producers, the coders, the lot. But they were the they were the singular visionary in that uh, in that experience. But that's clearly not what that meant because Overwatch wouldn't have won it because that's a multiplayer game and there's no story other than, you know, the, the tidbits that you get. Uh, so that must have meant something different to them. But what? Because I don't know. Exactly. We don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody else mm. knows. Like, maybe Jeff Keighley knows, but he's certainly yeah, well, not clear, telling hopefully us. Hopefully he does. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, there's a lot of things to improve on that show. I'm glad that they're trying to do something. And I'm like, like Ken says, I like Jeff Keighley as a person. I think he's been good for the industry as a whole overall. But yeah. he could he could be doing so much so much better. Like the representation of the gaming as a whole, the fact that it's 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 streamed out so many to millions of people. This is something that a lot of people are gonna see. So we want to put our best foot out there. And this clearly was not it. This was, in my opinion, the worst of the three. Uh, uh, the game award shows that they put on so far, and that's that's saying something because they none of them have been particularly great. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up with this tweet. These tweet, the tweet, 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 whatever. With a diary. Anthony says PSX was fun to watch. I'm excited for NAC two and Last of Us, and I wish they would stop <laughs> showing Horizon. I don't want to see any more of that game until it comes out. I agree yeah. with you. That one so close. It's like let it have its. You know, let's have a day in the sun when it comes out. So. Uh, he says, also, as for last week's show, the Samsung KS8000 and up support HDR in all HDMI slots in the One Connect and also the HDMI link can control both the Xbox One and PS4 Pro. I love it. Sweet. That sounds pretty good. Uh, Creed says, did you see both The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Last of Us new trailers? I saw Breath of the Wild. I have not watched Last of Us yet. I have seen both, and I'm I'm already sold on both. <laughs> I'll play both, but Zelda yeah. Zelda's my jam. Zelda's my jam. Yeah. I I'm going to skip the Last of Us. <laughs> really, Drew? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Every time I mention that, everybody shits on me. I know it's funny. I I like to give you garbage about it. Mm-hmm. I just I, I don't like the gameplay. Of those games at all? You love the DLC, though. Makes no I, sense. No, I, no. That's the thing. It's like I don't. I won't say that their games are bad. They have amazing stories, fantastic characters, visuals are fantastic. But that gameplay is shit. I I don't want to slog through that gameplay to see the great story. It's it's just bad. Like I made it about four hours into The Last of Us, and I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. It's not fun to play. You know. I trust. And, I trust me. I know. I know what you're saying. I I have a lot of games like <laughs> that, and people hate me for it. No, the yeah. game was probably just too hard for Drew. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. 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 Don't uh, expect it to be on a Phoenix down anytime soon. No. Drew, next time Drew asks me, I'll be like, "We should do Last of Us." Yeah. Uh, you know what? I may be I may be willing to do the Last of Us just for a Phoenix down game because if I if I do it for Phoenix down, I have to play it. You have to finish it then. Mm-hmm. And that shuts the up. HD 8-bit is our last tweet. The Last of Us 2 confirmed. Looks like Knack is coming back with some changes. Amazing show by Sony. What are you most excited for? 
Uh, so so many things there, man. Like, ooh, like Horizon still looks great. Danganronpa three, obviously, you know my love for that series. Uh, Nino Tuni. Yeah, well, dude, what? after you beat the second game, you're going to be even more excited. But uh, Nino Kuni 2 like, looks phenomenal. I think the, they're making a lot of changes with the gameplay. Gravity Rush 2, uh, yeah. Nier fucking Automata. Yeah. Let's, not, let's talk about Nier Automata. Oh, God, that game looks so good. The combat looks so fluid. It's platinum. It looks incredible. Yeah, it's platinum, I know. And, it's gonna and we'll find out soon enough. Story. Nier is such a fucking amazing title, guys. You need to play that game. Mm-hmm. It's and uh, talk about video game music. One of the best soundtracks ever. Yep, I still listen to it to this day. Uh huh. It's lot, that good. There's a lot of stuff on that. Wipeout, Crash. Call Crash look cool. Yeah, I play Crash. I play. I short play term, almost everything on that stage. I'm pretty excited. Short term for me, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, Horizon um, is one of those games. I. I'm super excited about that game, but I'm also secretly concerned. I don't know what you do in that game. It's that's not what concerns me. What concerns me is who makes it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, their campaigns, in, their campaigns have been kind of boring. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see. Well, time will tell. Give them benefit of the doubt. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. A whole new franchise and. Um, different style of game they used to, so it, it certainly is uh, looks encouraging, and uh, it'll definitely be one I, I pick up. Uh, they dinosaurs. didn't have the other one I'm totally looking forward to, uh, not on the main stage because that's Persona. Uh, so, uh, but uh, again, great showing by Sony. Uh, lots of stuff to get excited for, especially if a majority of that stuff they showed does actually come out in 2017. It's going to be a great year. So that's it. If you want to tweet at us for the show in the future, it's always at N4G Podcast. If you do want to send us an email, I mean, I guess if you want to tell us about your penthouse forum, don't don't ever go down that route again. Uh, Ever. You can send us emails to podcasts at ztgd.com. You can send your emails there. Uh, I will post the pictures that were there in the show notes for fun. Uh, If you want to follow us individually, on Twitter, you can follow John at John W U K, Drew at DML Fury, and Jay at Bottomside J. You can follow me and the site at ZTGD, and check out Phoenix Down, which is starting Don Gon Rampa. Two. Two, two, baby. Those electric boogaloo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also going to be on there, so we're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, those that we're gonna we're gonna be diving deep into that because <laughs> that that game is. The first like forty minutes of that first podcast is just going to be us talking about the characters. You're gonna be you're gonna yep. be skeet skeet skeeting some truth bullets all over your face. That's right. I'm surprised you even know about truth bullets. I, I've heard people talk about that game, so and that's one of the things they always talk about truth bullets. Now they have truth blades. Oh snap! Yeah, there's right. blades into skeet, stepping skeet. up. Uh, but that's it for the show. If nobody has anything else, we get out of here. It's a long show, but. Good way to wrap up. It's probably going to slow down from here on out. Uh, game of the year. We do it in January because, fuck you, of course we do. That's when everybody's done playing the games from 2016. Yep. Yep. So look for that. Uh, but, yeah, it's December. It's Christmas time. Three weeks. you got to get ready. Oh, great. Three weeks to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yep. but there you go. That's it. Uh, nobody has anything else? That's the show. Nope. Fuck off. Nope. Epic fail.